Super Creative Podcast contains explicit content and may not be suitable for some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Thanks for tuning in. Enjoy the show. From Creative Overdose Studios, this is the Super Creative Podcast, where we highlight stories from entertainment news with splashes of nonsense. I'm Stephanie Lopez with Kita and Alana, the senior writer. So grab some snacks, because here's what we've been vibing on this week. So, Stephanie, what are you vibing on? <laughs> um, all right, so I got, t- uh, I got two vibes this week. Um, so as far as my anime vibe, because literally... That's all I watch is just anime. Uh, I have no interest in like live action stuff. I just pick apart all the sets and stuff. So, anyways, I digress. <laughs> um, so I started watching Tower of God, uh, an anime. I believe it's on Netflix because Jason watched it and he liked it. Um, this is my eh vibe because I kind of liked it, but I have so many questions about what's going on in the world and the characters that I get distracted by what's actually going on in the main plot um the anime itself feels the writing feels kind of predictable it also feels like it pulls from a lot of different like it pulls a lot of elements from other anime like magi or hunter hunter and those shows do what it wants to better um (laughs) i do enjoy the diverse range of characters but very little of their backstory is explained. And normally that doesn't bother me, but for some reason I find it really annoying in this anime. And the reason I think I find it annoying is because there's so much going on, Mm -hmm. or maybe it's just like, there's so little going on, Um, but it's like such a diverse world, but they don't explain, they explain like jack shit to you. So the (laughs) premise is, is like you, climb this tower and when you get to the top of the tower like your uh wishes will be granted but Mm. there's all these different races and species and they don't really some of them don't know about each other so it's like are there different worlds and then one person comes from like has never seen the stars and then that's their wish and it's like did you live underground are there underground cities right why but you're climbing a tower but it looks like there's other towers of equal height so are there other towers like what floor are you on do you guys live here (laughs) if you win what is the prize what happens to everybody else so do they die how do the teachers get here like i have so many questions and normally that is not me but i like i just said i it it i find it distracting it commonly um, is a problem with with stories that um rely on if if the premise of the story relies on the the answers of those stories to create the stakes like what's at stake for these characters and being able to progress then there's no sense of drama because you're not sure what's at risk so you're like what, what what happens if you lose this it was sort of like part of my problem with the wonder woman opening they didn't explain what those amazon olympics were what does she win does she get accepted by the women does she get a lollipop does she get extra like ice cream at dinner 
Or is it a honor thing? Does it make her next in line for the throne? What is at stake in this race? Just a just a brief yeah. mention would be fine. <laughs> but then you have this entire race go by, and I'm like, well, what does it mean if she loses? Who cares? Right. We already know she becomes Wonder Woman. Who gives a shit if she wins this arbitrary race when she's nine? I don't what. So it, it, like not explaining the world and therefore not explaining the stakes of it can mm-hmm. just be a complete ruiner for anything because if you're depending on drama and you're sitting there then it, to me it's what i call like the saw syndrome where the music is popping off and you're seeing all this explanation of stuff and you're like i don't remember any of these what what are we talking about who oh <laughs> what yeah so just a whole yeah. bunch of images that mean nothing yeah uh- yeah, like, I don't really feel very attached to any of the characters. The two main characters remind me of Gon and Killua, but Gon and Killua from uh, Hunter x Hunter are much better characters. There's depth to them. Like, this show just basically revolves... I feel like it revolves around a lot of on, on mystery, kind of mm-hmm. like, what's behind curtain number one? And now what's behind curtain number two? So I will say that there is enough intrigue, I guess, to keep me coming back for more, uh, but only because I kind of want to see how it ends. And there are some characters that I like. I don't really like the main character. I think he's stupid and he's <laughs> boring. Um, I do like the Killua character and I really love the Gator uh so yeah i will keep watching it and apparently a lot of people really like this show mm-hmm. um unfortunately the creator i don't know his name but um he overworked himself and so now he's like he's like sick or something but oh, there no. is uh i mean overwork man that sucks um is, yeah Yes, but <clears throat> there is a season two supposedly coming out, and then I thought I saw something about a movie when I was doing research on this. So, um, for those of you who like it, awesome. I'm really glad, uh, but I would suggest you watch Magi and Hunter Hunter, because you might like yeah. the shows as well. I wonder what's up with anime and like the main character almost never being the most interesting person in the show. I mean, like, they set him up, so the main character's name is Bam, and they set him up to be really interesting, and of course, this is the anime, the the manga actually might be, you know, like, go more in depth, because the world seems like a really interesting world, and I really enjoy the overall concept, I just wish that they would flush it out some, so I can see, like, the stakes, like, uh, because right now, it's like Alana said, like, I don't feel like there's any stakes, it's like, do they die? I mean, I guess so. But do I care? I don't know. Right now, everybody just feels like can Do they fodder. care? Do they <laughs> care? Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. Whatever. Anyways. um, So I'm kind of vibing, kind of anti-vibing on that. So I'm going to read the manga and then see see what's up. Because like I said, I'm interested enough. Um, What I am vibing on is this like low... I feel like it's a sleeper hit. I don't know. I don't know how Keats feels about this. So there's this game on the Switch. It's called Jenny the Clue. You can buy it right now. It's like 88% off. It is $2.99. Um, it has a 9 out of 10 on Steam. And then for the App Store, it has like a 4.6 out of 5. So it's rated really well. Mm-hmm. It's a very charming game that has a lot of heart. When I first started playing it, it's a side-scroller. Mm-hmm. So when I first started playing it, it's kind of like a point-and-click game. And I was like... This is gonna be stupid, but that's what uh, I thought too. Until I find, 
<laughs> right. So I started it and I was like, this is kind of lame. And then like the mystery solving is, it's very kid. It's very simple. It kind of feels like it's made for a kid. But mm -hmm. as I continued, um, I think it's, it's really simple, but it's beautifully drawn. I actually have really fallen in love with well, the camera I love angles. The art. Yeah, I yeah. love the artwork. It is gorgeous. <laughs> um, I've fallen in love with some of the camera angles that they do and how they play with perspective. Mm -hmm. The story is really good. It's very it has a very charming cast of characters. I also like how you can make the character kind of she's she can be kind of a dick. Yes. <laughs> yeah and then you can make her kind of like more of an asshole or less of an asshole but you yeah. see that there is character growth of her throughout as you're playing um and one of the things i liked about it the most is how fourth wall breaking it is i actually yeah. really love that how it seems like it's the writer and then if the it's character done well yeah, yeah it's done really well because there's some scenes where it seems like the writer and the character like fight with each other and mm -hmm. i really i really enjoy that so um i'm gonna say it's the sleeper hit on the switch it's called jenny leclue if you've never played it you should go out and get it it's only like three bucks um it's a fun charming little game it's a side scroller so there's not a whole there's there's no action there's no explosions yet uh but yeah, I've been having a lot of fun. So those are my vibes for this week. <laughs> what about y'all? Um, I started Jenny LeClue. I may not be as far as you, so I will continue to play it um, because I thought it was going to be dumb until I got to be Jenny. And then I was like, okay, this might be cool, but I'm not as far enough to say this is awesome yet. So I'll keep playing it. Um, <laughs> we'll see what happens. Um... I started watching, I know I'm late, and I know this is an older show, well, not older, but, like, not I missed the, the wave. Yeah, I started watching Ratchet on Netflix with my girl Sarah Paulson. I absolutely love her. Um, I'm only on episode four. Um, it is a really good show. Um, I think that you guys know what it's based on. What is that show or that movie from back in the day? Nurse Ratchet. No, we're talking oh, about One uh, Who Flew Over the Cuckoo's the Nest one, with uh, yeah, Jack yeah, Nicholson. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. So um, it's based on her and it is a very visual um, series. Like you have to pay attention. Do not watch this in the background. It is not where the dialogue pushes the story along. It's very like cameras, camera angles and camera shots are telling the story as well so there could be like five minutes of absolute silence as far as dialogue is concerned and you just see things going on and the music is pushing it but and then lighting plays a big part like it's you know how the visual storytelling it's like oh if you see the color red something evil is going on or if you see this, the color green some it may uh, have to do with envy or something like that so there's like color that plays into it because they can a, a scene will go completely red <clears throat> or a scene will go completely green like everything in it will turn to a certain color and it'll happen during like some you know very important part of that episode so um i have been vibing on that i'm enjoying it a lot 
I, I, I only I couldn't really get into it because my problem was I'm actually quite familiar with one who flew over the cuckoo's nest. It was like mm-hmm. in my mom's uh, arsenal of movies that she would play. And mm-hmm. I, I always understood Nurse Ratchet to just be a bitch. There was no special reason she was a bitch as <laughs> oh, yeah, the movie yeah, yeah, portrayed yeah. it. She was just a power, somebody who just, whose head got big over the smallest amount of power imaginable besides being a manager at Burger King. You aren't right. in she charge of anything, really. You're, you're just, you're just there to help mental patients not freak out. Like you're really supposed to just be a steward of, of these people trying to get better. It, it doesn't, it shouldn't give you the level of power you're wielding, but you realize that they can't do anything about it. And so you do, that's it. And it, and it works best that way to kind of humanize her as that person, you know, from work, that's like the, the got to be assistant, assistant floor manager, you know, assistant <laughs> to the manager, not even assistant manager. And they do the Dwight Schrute all over the place. No and you're gosh. like, you gotta yeah. stop. And I feel like that was good for Ratchet's character. And the idea that they are giving her all of the, this level of depth to try and explain that when it's just usually a product of someone either not getting what they want or getting too much of what they want in youth. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like, I'm just sort of like, <laughs> well, they don't really go like, so, so far they don't really talk about like her childhood. Really? You do know, like, no, no, I, I just mean comparing that ratchet to this one that oh. they're, that this is trying to give that much explanation to that character that mm-hmm. really the whole explanation could be, she either got too little or too much of something in childhood. And, um, and so they, I think it's, it's that, it's that connect. If they had called it something else, if they had just said it has nothing to do with anything, this is a story about a nurse. I think I would have been way more receptive to watching it and enjoying it instead of them going nurse ratchet. Yeah. Get in there. And I'm like, yeah. I don't think any of this is necessary for that character. Oh, no. I will I say, it. I think it's really, I, I think they're really trying to build her up to make you feel, and, and it's not even to make you, cause you already feel stuff. Cause the opening of the of the first episode is like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. Um, it is not for the faint of heart. If you are easily um, grossed out by things, don't watch it um, because there's some pretty brutal, gruesome scenes in it. Um, it's it's pretty violent, um, and it's violent in a way that is done. Kind, of, it's like in your face, but in a very I don't even know how to describe it. It's not overly over the top. It's not like, oh, you know, but you see and you're like, that's fucked up. But they don't show so much of it to the point where you're like, oh, I can't take this. So I, I think that they're trying to build up her character. And each episode, you find out something new, a little bit more about her. And I enjoy following her, you know, the conflict that she has with people, the relationships and the reason behind the conflicts that she has, because... Apparently she's fighting like her urge of being a lesbian, but she doesn't want, she's not comfortable with that at all, but it's in her heart. And so, and then she, she gets upset with the people that are in the mental institution to cure being a lesbian, which is like, what the fuck? But that's what they used to do back in the day. And I 
I yeah, mean, that, but that, this all sounds like interesting storytelling. It is literally why I can't watch it because I'm sitting there going, Nurse Ratchet <laughs> does not need this level of explanation. It's it's the same problem with Final Fantasy Spirits Within. If you had just taken the word Final Fantasy off of that movie, I wouldn't have been a third as <laughs> pissed as I was. Because I, when I went into the theaters, I'm expecting dun, 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 chocobos. We're going to see a little time time. It's going to be amazing. Man, it's going to be dope. And you get in there and it's just a bunch of scientists talking for an hour and a half about nothing yeah I and i'm, and I'm, and I'm fucking mad and so whenever you do that whenever you tag a property onto something else either it needs to be there like it needs to be a necessary storytelling element or something interesting so the idea of like star trek lower decks it doesn't benefit from not being a part of star trek's universe it relies on it this mm-hmm. doesn't benefit from being part of one who flew over the cuckoo's nest what is it like 25 30 years after the so- movie came out it doesn't need to so, be tacked on just call it something else i feel like this one because this one's a spin-off right i think uh, yeah it's, somebody was telling me that it's actually based off the nurse ratchet that was in the american horror story not so much the nurse ratchet that was but that's not how they marketed no, it like th- they told you wrong because in the it gives a disclaimer at the beginning and ending credits like this is based on the character from the one who flew over the cuckoo's nest so oh, well. um yeah, like they may have it confused because they may think because it's Sarah Paulson because she's a major character in all of the American Horror Story um, seasons. <laughs> That's probably why they thought that. Yeah, they probably related that to her. Because, yeah, um, the one who flew over the cuckoo's nest is old as shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not everybody knows that movie either because I've heard people talk about this show and mm-hmm. a lot of people think it, it is just straight from American Horror Story. So they probably oh, like wow. saw that it was referenced and then was like, whatever. Because, wow. I mean, these are these are younger people, I will say. Yeah, yeah but, I watched the movie back in, like, I think I was in high school or college. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know of the movie because of my parents, but if like two out of the three of us know about the movie because of our parents, if, our, if your parents didn't expose you to that, then you mm-hmm. probably wouldn't know. Unless about you were it. in like film school or something, and you had to watch it or something like that, right, which I yeah. feel like they would probably let people you know require that or have that as a suggested film to watch if you're going to school for film. Yeah. Um. It, the, the, but that was my only problem with it. Like I, I can't even really judge the storytelling. It was just literally every moment I went. The, Nurse Ratchet. It was just like you, but it's, I think it's not you should give it a chance. Along. Like I, I, think, I want I to, want but the, it's it's this mental it's this mental disconnect where it's I just sort of that like you could separate the two is like uh, being, even though they are based on the same person. I wish you could be like, okay, I'm just gonna like put this on hold and watch this <laughs> for what it is. You know, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I get it. So I 100 understand where you're coming from. I'm just not. Like it, it, just, it just doesn't it. need all the all the stylizing again because I've watched it more than once and and more recently. Like it, mm-hmm. it's one of those films that I am familiar enough with. Like I didn't watch it as much as stuff like Gone with the Wind or Ten Commandments or anything like that. But I but my mom watched it frequently enough to where I am. I am comfortable and familiar enough with it to where it's sort of a really heavy disconnect to try and put all this baggage on this one character that doesn't need any of it. And and, right. to, and to give such serious, like, dire buildup, I'm like, wouldn't... But even with it being attached to one who flew over the cuckoo's nest, I feel like, wouldn't it just make more sense to call it something else? Just mm-hmm. call it, I don't know, 
Chica or whatever, and then just have this chick, Nurse Chica, and she has this thing going on. And you could be like, Nurse hey, this is, this is like, the, this could be like the one from Flew Over Cuckoo's Nest. You could even say inspired by it. I would have let it go. But the second you're like, prequel, I'm like, um, we don't need this. It would be kind of like if you went back and tried to retell, well, like they have done in Dragon Ball Z to retell, you know, the backstory of characters, but it completely mm-hmm. messes up that it's like but you've oh what it's like we're gonna go back and tell how vegeta was actually a sweet guy the whole time and it's like no no he's fine you don't need to you don't need to here's why he's so angry i don't need to know he's a prince of a world that fights all the time you don't have to explain why he's dead i think i know why i like this show and i didn't realize this but it's directed by the same or it's produced by the same guy that did american horror story as well as Glee and Nip Tuck. And yeah, but Strip all of those shows are, are just sloppily written like a mob. They are, but Nip Tuck I love, first of all. That, I, that's, I like it's it, still uh, sloppily yeah. written. It's still written like just, just a show whole was sloppy so joke. Bomb. It was so like, what the fuck I, is happening? Yeah, but, it, it was, <laughs> and he repeated a whole bunch of those elements in Glee. The whole like, I'm gonna have a I baby. It's not Glee. Like, it was the same I, actress, the the one that pretended to have. I think Christian, the the really like Playboy one, the one that I pretended to have his Glee. baby. She was in Glee doing the same shit. Like oh, wow. the same actress was doing the same bit in Glee. Like that's how hackish oh, this no. writing can get. It was it, it's oh. I never watched oh. Glee, but when I found out that the same people that did Glee did American Horror Story, I was like, how? Um, because I don't. Oh, oh, it makes sense because American Horror Story was all, also had writing problems up the wazoo, but it had <laughs> enough like weird, goofy like it stuff. Good, yeah, that, for me, it, it satisfied my appetite. yeah. I mean, it can it can do that, and they almost had a great season, but then they it turned out they didn't know what they were doing at the end. It was like, how do all these elements connect? And then the big surprise was they don't. We didn't know what to do, and these are separate. And I guess they don't matter. And I don't know they resolve. And I was like, what the fuck? I was so pissed. That was oh, the God. last season. But yeah, um, I, I really quit when they bothered to get Kathy Bates and Angela Bassett in the same season on this trash ass writing. Anyway, I won't go off American Horror Story. I'll just say uh, I'm sure I I can't argue any points of Nurse Ratchet specifically because I, I just have too hard of a time powering through. And no, and I am aware that those are the same writers. And watching things that they do is sometimes very difficult for me because it always has the same problems. At least everything I've seen of theirs up to this point has always structurally had the same problems. And I can't mm-hmm. imagine that at the end of this, it will be this. It will be any different because they usually start stronger than they finish because they start like I don't know breaking away from structure and then making shit up. And it's always dumb. And it's always <laughs> the same type of dumb. So. I, uh, <laughs> But I mean, he, I, might, just, I might try again. I, I mean, he, I, I have a producer. That <laughs> producer reminds me of Aaron Spelling. Like, oh wow, yeah. I mean, come on, because think about it. Like the the same stuff, kind of in yeah. Charm. They did yep. in Melrose Place. That they yep. did in Beverly Hills. Like, I mean, you know. So this is this generation's Aaron Spelling. I think. Yeah. You're yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're absolutely right. <laughs> I mean, all of his shows were hits, even if like the writing was as lana puts it hackish mm-hmm. like yeah not the best writing but intriguing enough to where people show up week after week 
Yeah, like wacky shit can sometimes do, like it just does really well. Sometimes you just want to watch a popcorn thing, or it's not perfect, but you know you want to watch it. But just for somebody whose enjoyment comes from solid storytelling, these guys have never sated my lust for a well-told story. <laughs> it is, it is rather consistently not the case. But um, oh, but yeah. again, Charlie I haven't finished. Yeah, I, so. I I haven't finished. Um, Brett, like I don't even know that I finished episode one. If I'm being totally honest, so um, uh, I I'd have to go back and look. It's just one of those things where if a, if a show doesn't catch me pretty soon, I kind yeah. of think of all the things that I definitely do want to watch and do want to see, and then go, do I really want to spend my time on this? So that's kind of why i sort of fell off it but i am not opposed to giving it a chance because it did seem interesting but so does every other fucking thing that they did before it just went to shit (laughs) (laughs) oh good (laughs) well i mean that's the only thing i've really been vibing on and i've been reading a book that i've been privy to that the rest of the world can't read yet written by our one and only alana (laughs) thank uh, you thank you (laughs) can't wait till you guys get your hands on this book because it's Book two is fucking amazing. So um, <laughs> I did. I did want to say I'm gonna piggyback on your vibe because uh, I think you said this in. Oh, I think it was like podcast two. Uh, you said that you liked the uh, podcast Dust. Is yeah. That, yeah. So <laughs> I like re stumbled across it. Like I had written it down to listen to, and then I forgot about it, and then it popped up in my feed one day, and I was like. I think this is the show, and I listened to it season one and two, and holy guacamole, I love it so much. I was it's like, a lot. it's a lot. It's so good. I was so, like, yeah. I, was, I was like binge listening. Like, yeah. Oh my gosh, customers would ask me questions. I'd be like, shut up. I'm listening right. to something. Right. Yeah, it's not something that you can like get distracted by. You definitely have to be like sitting home by yourself or like not gonna get distracted yeah. at all. It's so good. Or it's like so on good. a road trip or something, like driving somewhere, you would be yes. like completely, you won't even realize how much time has gone by if nope. you listen to this. It's so good. It's so well done. I think mm-hmm. the writing is good. I love the sound effects. I enjoy that it's like being told by like an AI. Like mm-hmm. I just love the whole thing. I love the continuity of it. It all kind of feels like it's in maybe the same universe or something. Like, yeah, I love yep. it. Well, yep. Alana, uh, you should totally check it out. It's check a sci-fi it podcast called Dust. <laughs> the writing, I think, is really good. I think you would really, this might satiate you just a little bit. Take away <laughs> some of that thirst. <laughs> so, yeah. Good, good good call, Stephanie. I'm glad you enjoyed it. <laughs> I enjoyed the fuck out of it. <laughs> I was sad that there wasn't more to listen to. Right? <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I I think the last story podcast I listened to was Alice Isn't Dead, and I felt like it was stronger in season one than two, but I didn't. I I don't think I finished two. But one one was pretty good, but it was like that problem of you know she didn't die because she's telling you this actively. She's talking in the past tense, so, so. she's fine <laughs> but she's but you know it was best. it was just a quirk of the storytelling like it, not much you could do about it but in any right. case um for me personally unless you have other vibes lakita oh no i'm good I've um, on my <laughs> the things that i've been uh shaking my body to uh so <laughs> uh part of my uh my monday night viewing uh, a friend and i watched escape from Pre- pretoria um it is a movie 
that it that stars um okay i messed it up before because i said daniel craig but it's not it's daniel ratcliffe oh you can't feel like i've seen this one (laughs) yeah you know it's it's the daniels but um harry potter anyway um here's a problem with this young man growing into adulthood uh it's not that i can't let harry potter go it's not like i can't see him as any other character it's that his body seems to be unable to do it so (laughs) he hasn't grown much taller than he was in movie one his beard looks fake when he tries to grow it he just always looks like harry and god forbid he put on glasses which he does in this film so he just looks like a harry potter doing a cosplay of an adult oh no oh my god have you seen swiss army man you need no. to watch that. It's so good. It's on Amazon Prime. Please watch it. He's in it. It's good. It will change your I mean, mind. Everything I, you just said, I feel like you will get your mind will be completely changed. This is another like indie film. Uh, I don't know that this is an indie film. It's a little high budget for that, but maybe it is. I I, I didn't really check. I just kind of went off of a off of a, a recommendation that it wasn't a trash movie. It was not a trash movie. It just was like kind of. I I question where it whether it needed to be made at all, but I was like, mm. I mean, as far as like, if you're not someone who consumes a lot of media or consumes a lot of you know prison escape movies, which I'd say I'd consume. Oh, I want to watch this. This um, is on my list of things to watch. Okay, it, tell me it how was. You like. It it was it wasn't bad. Um, <laughs> and it's based off of a true story, so it you can't really call out most of it for being unrealistic because I mean they did it so that's fine however i did have questions i was like i don't know that seems like like if this were my plan i would feel very badly about how how regularly this could go like go sideways but okay and i could tell which characters were just added for effect because everyone else acted like a person who understood their situation except for one dude that was always screaming about how unfair stuff was and would get beat up and i'm like bruh they know it's unfair you know it's unfair why are you telling them like they're gonna be like oh you're right it's not fair like what but (laughs) uh, but aside from that like all the characters were pretty much fine but it's basically a movie that takes place in this like i want to say right at the 80s 70s 80s um during apartheid i think nelson mandela had recently been thrown out of south africa all this kind of unrest is happening and so these guys are basically going to jail for being terrorists but they're just anti-apartheid mm-hmm. and they're they're sentenced to i think it was a seven and 13 years and they are trying to escape from this prison and i just at the end of the movie i wouldn't say that i am i've studied apartheid particularly heavily but my mom used to a lot and so i kind of peripherally knew about it from her and i read trevor's note trevor Noah's book which was you know an interesting insight into the life of people who lived in south africa and i've seen a lot of movies based out of there and some indie stuff from there because it's kind of funny the like not just south africa but just all the countries along in africa that are outputting these kind of like ragtag films that are actually kind of hilarious when you look at them so i'm like mm-hmm. vaguely familiar and it just feels like if you if you are peripherally at all familiar with how south africa like how apartheid went just just peripherally none of this information is particularly it as an escape movie i'm like okay as a information you didn't know movie i'm like 
I knew that. As a tour de force of acting, I'm like, I guess everybody did their job. The only thing that oh, I wow. really would take away from it is that um, I I have to say, I don't know who it is that started making them like short shorts for men to run around in. Like, you remember in Juno when she was like, <laughs> I'm watching these dudes' dicks through their shorts? Like, you mean the that, 70s shorts? No, no. Yeah, the 70s shorts, but they still use them today for people who are running. Like, they're, they're running shorts or jogging shorts. Those real short shorts and booty shorts. Yeah. Um, whoever, whoever designed those is a crazy person because no one needs that level of versatility in running. Like, just no. be naked. At that point, just be yeah fuck it in your underwear but that was what you're doing and that's what they had them running in in the yard and i was just like i I, i'm gonna be honest i i i would just rather not i'd rather just not run just rather wear (laughs) jeans or nothing anyway um but that was my takeaway it wasn't a bad film but if you've seen like if you're expecting a really taught like oh man suspenseful thrillers and it's and i will say uh daniel ratcliffe's acting is superb in that I feel like the notes in every scene, no matter what was happening, no matter how serious it was, they wrote down, look like the most guilty motherfucker that has ever existed, always. Stare at the people you uh. should never stare at because they would suspect you of something given how guilty you look. Act like you wow. are Harry Potter who just stole all of Snape's pictures of Lily and are sitting on them and Snape's going to ask you to get out of your chair. Just look fucking panicked. And, and <laughs> did that very well. So I'll say that. Um, I, I watched the newest episode of WandaVision. It is. I, I haven't seen them yet. I'm going to watch uh, them tonight. It's still doing the thing that I said from last week where anything in this other part where they where they're starting to expand on what's happening i start going uh okay and i feel like they're starting to force me to ask more questions and they are prepared to answer and mm-hmm. i i'm like i'll wait the mistakes from earlier are just straight up mistakes like there's no it's structural it's not um it, it's structural nothing else it's like this is a structural problem at, at its core it's not like you can explain it away. It doesn't make sense that these characters have done this, but whatever. Um, but later it's like, okay, you're at, you're making me ask more questions. You can answer them. These are answerable, but I'm almost mm-hmm. positive you're not going to do it based on the structural problems I saw before, but I'll wait and see. Um, I started reading a comic that uh, Jason, one of our animators from the studio gave me called Unnatural. Um, I, it's a weird cross between like, um, Oh, what is that anime? Uh, B stars and Zootopia, because like if Zootopia is what if racism but animals, and then B stars is what if apartheid but animals. This is what if both of those things. So, wow. so um, that's a lot. Yeah, it is a lot, and it's also got like a magic mysticism element to it. I don't mm-hmm. know if I like it. Uh, but I'm going to continue to read because I have most of it. So I'm just like, ow, ow. I'll see how this goes. I also, I, I maybe, I know it's personal because this is not on the artist. You can make a story about whatever you want. But that the mm-hmm. main character is a fat, like, is a pig who's heavy set, and everybody's like, oh my God, you're fat. But she's actually really not. She's just plump. But they're like, oh my God, mm-hmm. she's so fat. And I'm like, uh, and she kind of looks like every slightly overweight goth girl that I ever went to high school with. It just feels mm-hmm. like a like a DeviantArt account that got sentience or something. 
And so yeah. it's not that you can't have, I mean, like people like that obviously exist and, right. to, and to make them into an like anthropomorphic character is fine, but it just sort of makes me go eh, with the character. Like I'm like, ah, you, you basic. But anyway, that's, that's more of a personal hiccup than an actual problem with the comic. Um, I also started um, investigating gameplay of the medium, which is a new game that's out. And it, I don't know how I feel about that. It game. looks so much like Control. It sort of pisses me off. So I'm sort of anti-purchasing it with real money dollars. Like Control I'm still triggered this month for PlayStation Plus people. Just I'm letting you know. too triggered <laughs> to play Control again. <laughs> and so you don't I, have to pay for it. You know, you just... I mean, Stephanie <laughs> let me borrow hers, and I'm still too triggered to like. Oh, wow, I haven't played. I, I enjoyed controls, but you do fight the controls. That's why it's named control because it's literally the weakest point of the whole game, and also what it's dependent on to defeat enemies and move around. Yeah, it is the most frustrating part of the game is that you will fight the fucking camera the whole game. Uh, But it is really—I don't know. I still, I still really like the game. I would give it like a seven out of ten. Um, only because I really like the story and the dialogue. Maybe like <laughs> a lot of stuff. Maybe like a six out of ten. But like really, it it loses two or three points for. <laughs> for I, would, I, would, this. I would love to hear what Alana's rating is because that long side. <laughs> I think there was a podcast on it. I think it was one of our I first remember podcasts. Talking about it, yeah. But, no, I will. I, I'll just simply say that. I, it, it's it's um it's from fucking... it's from the creators of Alan Wake, and I I beat Alan Wake and hated every moment, and I can't say that they improved anything in control in terms of things that I liked and didn't like. It's like oh, it's all the same thing. Uh, I <laughs> I like the idea of control, which is basically taking the um the oh god, what's the acronym? CPT. Uh. uh uh, unless I'm confusing that with color people time, CT. Yeah, that's uh, what I was. <laughs> uh, I think it is CPT. It's about. a control it's those con- containment. Weird short stories. Yeah, the the short stories. It's literally that yeah. just in a video game because. Um, uh, and that's actually what made it for me was all the weird ass little stories. Not to mention, there's one scene that's played to music that I just absolutely like loved playing through but the camera scp containment breach holy shit yeah i I will agree with a lot of those the controls will make you want to pull your hair out yeah so scp is an interesting idea because it's it's a whole it's basically just kind of like crowdsourced stories of these weird anomalies that are basically in this government facility and whenever you have all the most creative people from the internet kind of tweaking and and master crafting stories you're going to get way better ones than any small group can do like it's just they just keep iterating on the same ones and then have like you know top tier awesome ideas for like what these artifacts or creatures or rooms or whatever's uh do and it's and it's really cool and so the idea that idea brought to a game that would try and contain it is is interesting however i don't feel like and it's just sort of the natural response of things is they didn't have enough stuff at at to they didn't have as much as this robust community that already done it so that was kind of their problem but anyway on terms of Mm -hmm. the medium 
I will say that I find the way that they've chosen to make this game, and I and by the way, I just want to clarify, I don't believe, as a matter of fact, I'm uh 99 because i'm pretty sure i checked this at the time i'm 99.9 percent sure this is not the same studio but the guys that did the medium i don't know why they chose to make the game the way they did because it seems to have created a problem with the with the frame rate mm-hmm. but basically as a medium you can see the spirit world in the real world and you can um affect this like if you're in the spirit world you may see a gate that doesn't exist in the real world or vice versa and so instead of it instead of doing it like literally every other video game that i can think of that has this kind of concept where there's two worlds overlapping each other usually there's a button that you press and you go between worlds or there's a portal you go through or something that triggers it and you go to the opposite side this for some fucking reason split screens you and your characters are on the left and right and what and you go through yeah. a duplicate you'd go through a duplicate of the world on the two sides so it's basically rendering twice as much video game and i don't okay. that was crazy and so far i haven't seen any reason to do it so i refuse to play it i like refuse to buy it let me correct that. i refuse to buy it I, I i don't the puzzles are apparently like really simple and they feel like starter puzzles but then they never get harder and so they um, never get harder uh-uh. i just i don't see a reason because it, it the game? to to find out what happened to a girl that got shot is mm-hmm. you're, you're you're basically premise is cool but it, it's like the problem is if you're going to do that if you're going to have both worlds up at the same time the problem solving should be the clues i need are on one side the solution that i have to touch is on the other so you have to figure out which yeah. one is you know like oh i can see this thing over here and if i line this up then i can do this or something like that but it just seems to split screen you for no reason and i'm like <laughs> why and what's nuts is they do it in cutscenes too and i'm like why (laughs) like so she'll be talking to like a ghost and she's touching it in the medium world but in the real world she's touching nothing and i'm like unless you have another character come in and go what are you doing why have you split screen this all you'd have to do is literally show that for 10 seconds then slide the other screen over to take over so i understand she is still physically in the same space she can't run forever to the left or right because she'll hit a real wall so just show me that that's the case take over into the medium world because that's what this conversation is happening and that's all you have to do but they've chosen to do this because reasons so i mean i see stephanie sent like the screenshot so like the image you're seeing both images at the same time and you're just navigating your way through through two different worlds like that is how you play the game i get it i get where they're trying it's like for like half the game i don't think it's for the whole game also the game is only eight to ten hours long so oh no no it's not it's not like literally every moment this is how you play but whenever you enter segments where you're where the quote-unquote puzzle part starts this is how you play so I it, understand it, what they were trying to mm-hmm. do. I feel like they've this has been done differently, better some in another game, and I don't know since the PlayStation <laughs> Two. I it's yeah, been done better. Like, this seems like a very older game that I've I feel like I've played that is similar to this, and I just yeah. can't think of it. But yeah, they they've <laughs> been doing it for a while. Like uh, tons of games have this type of thing. And they, it, it's just done better. But anyway, the medium was something that was just kind of like, eh, on. And the last thing, 
because everybody was losing, like their panties were getting all wet about Attack on Titan. I was like, what's happening with Attack on Titan? And I caught up to the manga, and honestly, the exact same thing that has been happening is happening. I, like in terms of quality, I'm like, I it. There was a major event that happened, but I was sort of like, ah, any more major than any of the other stuff? Like they've been dropping bombs since. It's like every chapter has been. Oh, but I bet you didn't know this. Oh, but I bet you didn't know that. So, so wait, <laughs> did. Did the anime finally catch up to the manga, or is there More new stuff happening in the manga? Less. Like yes and yes, both because oh. the the manga is, yes is scheduled yes. to end in April, and I haven't caught up. I can tell you there ain't anything left to fucking happen really realistically with this particular arc of story. Like once they solve, however they're gonna fucking solve this problem. Um, they need to then either do a Baruto spinoff, we're doing something else, or you need to find some other, like, like, uh, oh, so bring in aliens. That's what you're saying, is we oh, just have oh, to bring oh, in aliens. I mean, I kind, of, I kind of feel like technically we kind of already have, but it's sort of, it's sort of been a, it, it, it realistically, I'm, t I'm saying the story is coming to a natural ending so that's kind of the uh, and so to <laughs> avoid spoiling things for people who are trying to catch up or or into it the anime is is uh there's a bit of a time jump and the anime mm -hmm. is now there and uh from what i read they're going to go on a hiatus and um, when they to let the to let the manga finish, but they're basically right up on the heels of it. Like they are at the point where a regular anime would just go into filler to to give some time. Oh. To catch up. So they're mm. oh, they're close, but they are not up to date. But they are close. Okay. And, I mean, so that's why everybody's losing their stuff because they're just seeing they're just finally reading what and anybody they're they're finally seeing what all the people who have already read the manga to yeah. its, its but, but point are like seeing i guess but like i said there end, have been yeah. so many regular bomb drops in the past like 50 chapters i don't understand why this one is more of a bomb drop than the others i guess because it involves a particularly popular character but all of them have i don't like it to me this wasn't more of a thing than the other crazy thing that happened before that or the other cre crazy realization before that or the other one before that like there have been some bombs so i'm like why now is everyone right. like i guess because we're coming to the end of things and everybody i don't know but it just seemed like this reached me in my day-to-day -day, whereas all the other bomb drops did not i had to come across them organically so i don't know so but attack on titan is still good if you like it if you if you want to watch attack on titan, watch attack on titan still, still good at me. i will say attack on titan is my always my go-to show where somebody's like oh animates for kids i'm like oh watch the opening sequence for this all you right. have to do is see the colossal titan and be like oh no like literally mm -hmm. that's what made me watch it because i i ran across attack on titan completely on my own i, I was i was there before it was the the jam i literally was just Same. looking through the type the like hey new anime they're coming out this uh, yep. this season and i saw the picture of the colossal titan i'm like i have to know what that is about yeah like what's that <laughs> what is going on right what here and, yep. and i watched the first episode and i was like go on but um <laughs> i will say that they never should have changed their opening song you'll never get as good as the the bomb drop of yeah 
got like you're never gonna top it yeah, it doesn't happen never gonna get top that. <laughs> just y'all should have let that shit go and just change your ending song and let yeah. that be that um yeah. then second of all um i will say at least as far as the manga goes i feel like a lot of a few elements they are not bad but they are rushed and there is a and it's weird because the things that they rushed i know they can do better because that exact same thing happened with different characters before i'm like it mm -hmm. makes sense that this would happen again but why are we just doing it and, and another thing that i kind of particularly hate in storytelling is high levels of coincidence i don't mind a mild level of coincidence like i'm looking for someone and i happen to find them in a hallway i mean it's not after a while it's like not even coincidence they happen to be in like they go to the same school as you you probably walk into them at some point but the the level of coincidence that is if any one of these characters had been 15 seconds early or late to any place to where they met someone over a chain of 11 events none of this would have happened <laughs> like, right, oh, right. it's too much coincidence and it would <laughs> and it would be so easy to just mitigate it and not and not have that be the case. Just go, oh, well, this is why they're here. This was going to happen. They had weeks that it, that at any point this would have this would have occurred. And then maybe one or two coincidences are okay. Like you know, this hey, that happened to be the guy that saw this happen, and then these two link up. I'm okay with that. But when it's like within the second or within the minute level of pinpoint accuracy that if anyone happened to not be here and they had no reason to be where they were, I'm like. Oh, what yeah so that, that i know that's the thing with me because most people don't consider that level of storytelling like but i just like like i once i one of a book i really like from high school um it, i think it's called curse of the shadow beast and i was rereading it and i was like you realize there's just like 13 coincidences that happen in a row to make the the story happen and it's so yeah, ridiculous because it doesn't it doesn't need to be this way like all these yeah. things could have happened organically, but it just so yeah. happened that this guy found the answer to this, and he just so happened to walk out into the alleyway on the one night. I mean, he's been doing this for hundreds of years, but on this one night is the one that he decides to leave his, to leave the sanctity of his home to go out, and he just so happens to run into someone who tries to steal his stuff, who just so happens to be by the main character, who then saves him, and then he doesn't meet her again, but he just so happens to go to the tavern where she just so happens to be at the time. She just so happens to be talking about the part of the plan where he just just so happens to need to be and then the, and it just kept going oh, it's kind of like how you explained um <clears throat> when i was watching black monday and you watched that and you were like everything is based on the coincidence or like the a chain just, of coincidences yeah, of yeah. someone just so happened to be there i'm like but you realize you can yeah. write this to where it makes sense like uh but um i didn't have a problem with that because they kind of explained that was my problem with episode one but then episode two was like oh it wasn't a coincidence i ran into this guy i planned it i knew who he was and i'm like yeah, okay that's fine yeah. but it's like <laughs> in the second because i was like that's too much fucking coincidence if it just <laughs> you just so happened to run into the guy who right. just so happened to be dating the person who just so happens to be right. the daughter like get out of here no, so uh, but, but if you go no this guy knew that he planned it and he did this i'm like oh, okay yeah fine no problem yeah so <laughs> but that's those are my vibes um I, I realize i've taken up the majority of the vibe section but i feel like we're light on <laughs> animation news 
I have no animation news. Nothing new is happening in the animation world, guys. I'm dead serious. I have. It's just like there are things happening, but it's literally all just sort of a management movie. It's sort of like that round in Civilization where you just like I don't know, keep doing what you're doing, y'all. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> that's exactly video. it. Like nothing exciting. Like I feel like the only thing is something going on with Snoopy being on streaming and that's it <laughs> um i mean i have some good entertainment news i mean it's I not animation have, but it's like game, i have a couple of game newses but uh, as far as animation goes what i've seen is stuff's coming out mostly in march um yep and a lot of people are getting job changes like people are just getting shuffled around um mm-hmm. And things are supposed to be coming out that are going to be supposedly really good, but that's literally always the case. Everyone is always like, look at the big blockbusters coming out, blah, blah, it's going to be great. Because nobody's like, hey, we spent $3 million on this animation. It's going to be okay, I guess. No one has said that. So, <laughs> um, Speaking of like all the amazing things, um, I saw a commercial for HBO Max and the movies that they're bringing out, and I'm like, I low key want to get HBO Max just so. Oh yeah, because H- well, HBO Max is where movies are pretty much now because the theaters yes. are not it with Hulu. Yeah, yeah, that's what I know. And I was like, I I told CW, I said I kind of want to get HBO Max. I just saw all I'm the really watched a two minute trailer for all these movies that are coming out. And I was like, holy shit, like that's a lot. All and it looks I know awesome. is that I'll be seeing those movies i i don't i don't know anything else but i know i'll be seeing those movies we're going to say that lana is going to be watching them on my hulu hbo max account faithfully monthly listen 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 we all know about free trials you know we all we all we all know about strategic ways but i don't know that i'll be yeah it's like i don't know that i'll be giving them (laughs) perma money but I yeah. might in- investigate further. But I'll I'll see what I want to see. I'll be a new yeah. person every day of the week for a, for a free trial. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, exactly. Infinite Gmail accounts. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, but yep. Uh, uh, yeah, I I do see that. But there are a lot of things coming out. Uh, movies are being made still. They're just they're releasing in theaters, but not a single ooh, one of ooh. them is worth dying over. So ooh. don't go out there. Oh, Steph has some. I mean. You you can also rent a movie theater, so go do that. Um, I've never watched to rent a movie theater like that. Would I be would totally. Yeah, we should all get together and then like rent out a theater, and we right. can like spring apart from each other. Yeah, we'll sit like six six chairs. So apart. Name a single movie it. that's worth that. Black Widow. Oh, right now. <laughs> Okay. I said right now, I don't know. You watched a different trailer than me, then, because I'm not a Black Widow fan. That's your favorite it, person. It, I, yeah, she's I, one of my favorites, but it, that that trailer looked like a comedic, like t. Te- it looked like a bad '90s it's sitcom. Out? The trailer it's is. Right it can't be as bad as Ghost in the Shell. So it, that, first of all, don't ever say that it can be as bad. It, mm. it, it can. Mm. It's not likely I'm to hoping. be, but it can. Second of all, it's, I did. I mean, so many like, Home girl, like that's that's your home girl, Scarjo. She's. I like her, but she's. Uh, she picks she bad movies. Me- Oh, she doesn't yeah, she, them her agents do. Like, don't blame her. She can say no. no I mean, she, she can say no. Can <laughs> no, but I feel like she's kind of like. 
Keanu Reeves in a sense where she can play one oh. type of character relatively well. Mm. Um, and Keanu just they stick he with it. picks roles that are good for him for the most part. And I feel like she just goes with stuff that she likes. No, I think she goes with stuff she thinks is deep. Because I've seen her in some stuff where I'm like, this is dumb as fuck unless you think you're deep. It, or or like she someone tell- the one where she was like, she had all those Lucy. powers. Lucy, how did That's I know? I knew. No, Lu- I just knew. No, because Lucy is knew. by far the worst it. one. But I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about the one I want to say it was called beneath. I feel like it was called beneath the skin. It was one where she got. She was her first fully nude um yep. per- performance, I and I don't even understand why that. you'd waste your time like exposing your body for that movie. Fuck out of here. Like I just feel like lucy as far as her as a main role was the least egregious out of all the movies that it was was not her it was the writing of that movie yeah yeah because i feel like she did pretty well acting it and then the writing at the very end like isn't that always the case her acting is never bad it's just it's like the movies she's in are are garbage they tend to just in the hole be garbage and it feels like it's like oh it's a deep Thing. it's like it's yeah. not and i think she's trying to like expand her acting chops so as an actress no, no. she's looking at these roles and going this will be a thing that i can do and then it's a trash movie but she, what she saw was i get to be a robot i get to be an alien that lures men to their deaths i get to be an all-seeing <laughs> god like she's yeah. looking at the different types of roles she's picking because they're pretty yeah. vastly different characters but she's not looking she's not a, a, but she assessing plays them the all the same way but like, she's she's uh, not a bad actress but you have to like realize like her acting she, aren't the she, range that but that's what yeah, i'm saying she, she picks roles that she feels she can work in within her range and she, i think she does she doesn't do a bad job in any of them i think, I think the movies are trash saying is actually opposite of what you're saying alana is she it? yes she picks yeah she says she's picking good like different range roles but her acting chops are not up to par because she's the same person in each yeah. of those roles. I, I I I agree with that. I think the the I caveat feel like we're is on the coin, but we're on yeah. two different sides. Yeah, I, I, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll put it this way: her acting is the same across the board for those. But I I think the how do I explain this? It works. So it's like it, it's her being uh, both a a demigod who who knows everything and an alien who lures men to their death and a assassin who has no emotion. Those are the same three roles. She doesn't realize it, but that's the same three. Being a robot, yeah. from the, it's the same. So she thinks acting different roles, but she's not. She, and she, and she's looking at like how different the scripts are, but it's the same character that you're playing you just yeah you're not looking at the whole picture here so i think she does well and yes she plays the same person but she thinks she's playing that like i think that's why she picks them because she thinks she's getting a whole range but i can yeah, see that not. i can yeah. see that because like i feel like she it's also the will smith problem oh my will God. smith yes, his acting isn't his acting isn't bad he's actually really good actor if he's playing will smith yeah if he's playing like that certain pursuit of happiness was pretty solid it's the same with like tom cruise when i watch any movie with tom cruise i don't see the person he's playing i just see tom cruise playing a person i I would say I, i would say will smith is really more of a um uh 
Ace Ventura. Why am I forgetting his name? Jim Carrey. He's Jim more of a Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey showed in Eternal so- uh, Spotless, Eternal Sunshine of the Eternal Spotless Sunshine Mind, of the spotless that mind. <laughs> he is completely capable of playing a a very serious role in a yes, serious movie. Even if there was like a moment of comedy, he never Ace Ventured it up. However, no, I prefer to see him. I prefer to see him as a comedian. I understand you can do this other thing, but I prefer to see you this way. And I oh feel like God, Will Smith I'm is the same exact thing. Why? No, kidding. Because it's so, Jim Carrey and kidding. He is playing a character similar to what um, I got. We talked about this kind of like a Mr. Rogers character, but he's got like a lot of um, emotional issues. And so he it's a very serious kind of character and it's amazing like like, again i don't deny that he is good at it because he is i I, he proved he can do it i just prefer to see him in comedy oh it's just like i like him in anything i I feel like i like him in anything and robin williams when he was doing his serious mode i like him in anything i don't know robin williams was a stellar actor but no okay so like uh, like okay so back to using will smith like will smith in men in black if we're, he's playing that type of kind of like funny character, but that's like smart and athletic, whatever, it really worked in Men in Black. Mm-hmm. But then he kind of played that same kind of character in what was that superhero movie he was in? Uh, um, and he tried to play it, huh? Hancock, I think. Oh, Hancock, yeah. yeah. And he kind of plays the same character, just like yeah, but know, does like um, that character on drugs. Con- contractually, it, it, he does that. Yeah, I know. He he writes it into his contracts, and, like, that's how he plays that, but it doesn't work for every movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that role, he's really good at playing, but it needs to be the right script for the role. And if you start tailoring the movie to that role, like, yeah. that again, it doesn't come out as good as if uh, he I don't, was, I like, agree. I don't argue was that. that. I'm just saying when he does step out of that role, when he did Pursuit of Happiness, he was just a down-on-his-luck dad who was really just trying to survive. And he did that role exceptionally well. He proved to oh, me yeah, that he, he can do that. He can Speaking do it. So and so to me, I, I, don't, I haven't seen proof positive that Scarlett Johansson can... Like, I did watch... Um, uh, no, I haven't seen the, that her acting chops are as good as and, and Adam Driver in uh what was it? American Marriage or what whatever it was it was about break God, what was it called? Anyway, it was everybody was so excited about it and I watched it, but I'm like, I, this is well done, but I can't say that any of the emotions she's showing me are so far off the board, like I could stitch these together from other movies she's been in. So, you know, it's like uh She's doing again. She's doing yeah. a good job. And she, okay. I just feel like she needs to find a movie that will like like. The name okay, of the like movie was Marriage Story. That's it. So, okay. Like when she's playing as uh, uh when Scarlett Johansson is playing as Black Widow, I think she nails it, and it's really good. She doesn't have a lot of speaking parts, but I really like her character, and I feel like it works really well. Yeah, it, that's, that's why. Yeah, that's I very think, Keanu. That's super Keanu. Yeah. And then I think with Black Widow, they they realize that she's good as this one character. So if they wrote the movie for her to play as that character, she's a main character. She's going to have more speaking lines. And one of the advantages was she didn't. But but, I I saw the trailer. No, I saw saw the trailer and I disagree. 
I don't know. I, I, Here's hoping. The trailer. Okay. <sighs> so off the Scarlett Johansson tangent, uh, I do have some good news about Marvel, and hopefully, hopefully, Alana, you won't be right about this one. You're right about a lot of things. If Disney <laughs> has anything to do with it, it'll be crappy. Go ahead. You're all raining on my parade, y'all. I'm. <laughs> You know I'm anti-Disney, and I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I feel like when it comes out, I'm going to have to, like... But I'll tolerate like, oh, nonsense from them every now and then. We're going to have to have, like, a segment where uh, it's just, like, Alana is right. <laughs> and uh, it's uh, just being, like, the Alana. Where she was right about that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Um, <clears throat> okay, so here's my Marvel news. Uh n- since we're talking about movies and Marvel movies. So there is good news coming out for fans of Blade, like mm-hmm. the movie Blade, the one with Wesley Snipes and he's a vampire or half vampire. Anyways, um, so they have a new writer. They've chosen the writer. Her name is Stacy. Os- yeah, you guys can pronounce her last name, but I think oh. it's Stacy Coffer. Uh, she would write the Blade movie for the Marvel Studios, and so she's going to be the head writer, and I'm really excited about it because she previously worked as the writer and story editor for the TV shows The Watchmen, which was on HBO, that was and I loved solid. it. Her name is Stacy yeah. Osei Kufor. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> okay. I'm terrible at pronouncing names, everybody. Uh, yeah. That's what so, I'm here for. Yes, because um, <laughs> phonetics, I've we we fight. Um, <laughs> so, okay, so she was the writer and the story editor for The Watchmen, and she's also the story writer for Hunters, which is the Nazi hunting TV show. Which I is watch that I want to watch. That's on my watch list. Yeah, it's on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Um, and she's, I think she's a really good writer. There was some. I think there were some really amazing moments in Watchmen, the TV show. There were some parts where I was like, oh, this is going to tank. And then it surprised well, me so much. Good, yeah, that, I like yeah, that one too. But... I really enjoyed it. So mm-hmm. I'm excited that she's going to be the writer for Blade. It is a movie. It's not a TV show. And she's also going to be the first black woman to write a Marvel film. Can I just point so, out, oh, that's can I just point out <laughs> that the Watchmen TV show was a movie and not a uh, not a TV show? Sort of like the Marvel what? movies are a TV show, just with extra long episodes. They are not this written as a TV show. Like, because t- to oh, me... Yeah, TV show writing is more you could jump in at any point and watch it. That's that's TV show writing. Um, and it's meant to be like an episode of a, a, a circular because that was the whole point. Or like is that sitcom have, writing. Yeah, it, it would be like you you the intent was people could sit down and watch the show and then get into it and really like it from anywhere because you didn't know when somebody was going to come in. It was broadcast at a certain time. And if they weren't there for that, you couldn't just depend on, well, everybody here was, who was here for episode one uh, gets it and everybody else can just fuck off. And so shows like Buffy, Z, like all the old shows like that were written that way where you could come in knowing nothing and watch the episode and pretty much get the gist of what was going on watchmen is not that way (laughs) i can't do that i can't i don't know if i can do that i have a hard time watching any show just jumping right in you can ask cw because he'll watch i don't like and i'll be like i have to watch it from the beginning and he's like yeah i'm the same way but but he's like i can watch a a show on episode 10 and just figure it out from there i'm like how can you do this i don't understand i I can do it i don't want to but the point is that old tv shows or at least old syndicated tv shows the 
the point was to do that, like to make it to where oh, that, okay. that's what yeah. happened. Because it would, it's like you don't know when someone's going to, you know, pop in on your show and and really like it. And then only in like the late late nineties, early two thousands, <laughs> the TV shows start really getting more. If you weren't here from the beginning, you're probably just gonna be lost. It reminds me. Um, it kind of reminds me of like a mini series. Yeah, that's more like that. But well, again, so- she she excels in writing long narratives, so I would say I'm I am happy to see that. We'll see if it holds up. Uh, I I I haven't often seen a storyteller drop a ball as severely as you would have to drop it to not be able to tell Blade from the wacky shit that was Watchmen. But um, <laughs> I, I, here's hoping that. You know, Aww. no, but nobody sticks their fingers I in her pie Hunters or to whatever. See how good Hunters is, and I can give you guys my my rundown on that. Maybe I'll I'll binge that this weekend. Hunters. Yeah, I think I mean yeah. I think I'm gonna. It's on my watch list, and I've been meaning to watch it, and I hear it really great things. So yeah, I think um I think I'm gonna have to check it out too. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the cool things is that Marvel was trying to do. Not only did they tap a black uh, woman to be the writer for the film, but they also tried to have like an all black, uh, what was it, a black cast and a black crew for Hashtag the most part. Black excellence. That's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, because they they said that you know they're trying to shy away from any like cliches and stuff. So hopefully, hopefully they do that. Um, so, Blade doesn't have a release date yet. They just picked their main writer, so we will have to be waiting for that. But in the upcoming Marvel movie slate, this includes the much-delayed Black Widow, which is done, The Eternals, which is done, Spider-Man 3, it's still entitled and currently filming. Huh? There's a third yeah. one? I thought, yes. wait, how? Okay. Right. Yeah. Right, I'm going to run down. I'm going to run through the list. Okay. Uh, we can... Um, Let's see. Is Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings? That is completed. And then the ones that are in pre-production or currently filming is going to be Thor, Doctor Strange, Captain Marvel 2, bleh, no. Black Panther 2, bleh, and then Fantastic Four and the X-Men. No, God, um, no. Which don't even have release dates. They should never so, have them. I have lots of questions about what they're going to do with this, the sequel to Black Panther. Um, yeah, again, I and I can't interested. and I cannot express how much I mean it when I say this. What they should have done after Far From Home was release the Doctor Strange movie and have him go to another universe and he goes, <laughs> Look at all the people that look different here. And then you hire new <laughs> actors to play the roles and you keep it moving. And you don't oh, wow. you're not tied to anything from the previous one. You're not tied to any actors. And if you want to make some sort of spin-off thing with the other ones, just say this is back in the other universe. So you can keep your timeline going forward with new people, but you can still have your cake and eat it too with your side content and go, but in the other universe, this is happening. We we said it here first, guys. Done. Like if Marvel goes and does that, like they need to pay Alana. <laughs> but it's but it's the easy answer. <laughs> it's the easy answer. It's just oh, you it have is. a guy that can hop dimensions and see ver- see realities and versions of things. You there's no reason why you couldn't just have him go oh and then you just tag on some sort of important piece of information like uh somebody else somebody followed him in there and they had an infinity stone and then a whole new problem happens based around that and it it leads off to whatever new villain that you want to have uh 
do something with or any other MacGuffin that can go from one universe to the other and link them together, but they are separate. Captain America can be black in this one. Who cares? If you just can't handle like black Captain America, don't worry. You still have your white one. He's in the other universe. He's fine. So, you know, it's to me, it's the easy answer, but they're not going to do that. They're going to do whatever jank shit they're going to do. And whoever they get to replace, uh, <laughs> to replace, um, the, 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 the their new black Panther, I, I, it's going to look ugly no matter how you try and phrase it. And yeah, he has some big, uh, after Chadwick Boseman went down, it's like, uh, yeah, you need to, I wouldn't want to take that role yeah, from him. I retire that. There's yeah. no filling them shoes. There's no filling them shoes. Unless, nope. unless they went with like his sister, which, which is I hear how the rumor. Canon, yeah. Yeah. I mean, but like canon, that's how it goes. Uh, that's the only way. But even then, it's like... the same problem Batwoman is having having now. Which, by the way, that show is garbage and is only exceeding its garbage from before. It garbage. It, the the problem is, is that when you do that, but you don't have the old actor or actress, it feels jank as fuck because you need that moment of the two, you know, having that moment of here, it's yours now. You know, that passing of the mantle. Yeah, yeah, it, it, doesn't, the it feels yeah. it feels bad to have the torch just lying on the ground and just someone come and pick it up and run off with it. And you're like, where, where the fuck are you going? Excuse yeah, you? That's not, so it, yeah. it, it really... I guess I could play into, like, realism, realism in a way. Like, I guess that could happen in real life. Like, oh shit. It, so it could, no but it never but plays it's, well it's in film because work. you have to play, you have to lead up to that. You would yeah, need to, exactly. in the previous films, explain that maybe he was really sick of this life or he didn't like being the Black Panther and he always wanted to kind of drop it and fuck off to nowhere. And then if he does it, then you're like, oh, well, it was explained. Like, this isn't out of nowhere. So it's like... So they're going to probably do uh, something very sloppy in explaining why he's not in the movie it's I, just gonna I be i think it's possible to do correctly i just don't expect them to that's what i'm saying I, it's yeah. a way to do it but no i uh i was i heard rumors i don't know if this is like substantiated that they were gonna like cgi him into yeah. some of it and i was just uh, like uh, i've heard the same that. and I'm, i was like that it. is such a bad that's a bad don't look that. that's a bad look do Leave not puppet the, the dead bodies of, of actors to do what you want don't do it <laughs> don't yeah do don't do don't do that don't do that don't like don't. yeah man because <laughs> i feel like that would just piss off a lot of people as soon as they do that they're gonna do I, it I, I feel like it's gonna leave a bad taste you yeah, know they're because... gonna do it it's gonna happen and then people are just gonna be spitting because it's gonna be so terrible tasting it's it's going to happen i really know i know it's gonna yeah, happen and it, it'll, it'll probably happen <laughs> it'll probably happen low-key like there'll be a video log or something and everybody's gonna be like no yep. no yep. no yep. no yep it's gonna be minor but it's still gonna get done and they're gonna be like well, we didn't make <laughs> him a full person in the movie <laughs> No, you did it, and that's going to be terrible. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm going to be honest, because <laughs> uh, they have a president for this, okay? If I were in charge of it, off the top of my head, this is the move I'd make. Bucket, let's Iron Man to it. Yes, we had mm -hmm. Terrence Howard mm -hmm. in the first one. Oh, yeah. But oh yeah, we're just, just, just going to have a new dude? You're just going to pretend like he was we're never... We're going to keep <laughs> trucking. <laughs> we're going to... Yeah. So instead of like crippling the movie to try and explain how the actor changed and, yeah. and come up with some reason why they aren't there and then not uh, and then not have the proper passing yeah, of the torch, just get, like just a, get a new actor and lighter skin black and hope from the bottom of your heart people will just accept that this that we can't have the old one. We wanted him back. He was.
was all signed up, but he died, and that's unfortunate. But we're just going to continue with the with that with the portrayal of this character uh, from here, and we're going to do our best. Again, solves if mm-hmm. if if Doctor Strange goes into another universe and everybody looks different, whatever. But if you're not going to do that, fine. Just that would be the way to approach it. Just go. It's a different dude. Just, just Stephanie. What's the Stephanie? What's the release date or a You know, like estimated for that movie. For which one? Uh, Black Panther. Yeah. Do they have a date at all? I did not. I did not see a release date for Black oh, Panther. Is it in pre-production now, or they're just writing it? I guess trying to figure. Uh, it. I don't see. Also, I feel like as uh, much as we want it to be something, like give it some time. <laughs> I think all of the yeah, Marvel properties need to, really need to give some fucking time to that. Like, yeah, that's how I felt because I haven't. Like, I literally watched the most recent Spider-Man about a month ago, and that was the first Marvel movie I've watched in at least two or three years. I I literally took a break because I could not. I was over. <laughs> yeah, it. superhero exhaustion is a real thing. It is. It really is. <laughs> um, I haven't been um, able to find information about it, but there's supposed to be uh, a 2022 um she hulk coming out and oh i know that's going to be bad I, yeah. I i like i i kind of don't expect them to know how to properly Who's approach it play She-Hulk? oh they have an actress but she does not look right at all um like wow. I, I can't even remember her name but i just saw it and i was like nope but um but uh i will say that uh there are tons of women that you could get that are very muscular very beautiful if women. China was still alive. Yeah. China would make a yeah, like, dope. Show. I don't know about her acting, but I do know like, yeah, she would look but right. Everything else, and, like she would. Make, yeah, yeah. It's like there, there are all kinds of there are tons of bodybuilding women now that could just crush that role, and and she, they wouldn't even have to CGI them hulking out. Like you would have to CGI her looking like a normal, average everyday lady, and then when she yeah. hulks out, then you just be like, all right, now release all the filters and let that woman be herself. Exactly, but um. <laughs> But, Lisa, but I really like She Hulk, okay. but she's like a female lawyer, so that's sort of a weird balance between <laughs> Hulk Smash and Your Honor. The court would like <laughs> objection. Um. Okay, so they don't have a release date. Uh, apparently, Marvel movies, Marvel Studios confirmed earlier last year. Yes, it confirmed earlier last year that they will not be digitally recreating any scenes with Chadwick Boseman in them. And they also came out, uh, Disney also came out and said that they are super sad that um, Chadwick Boseman has passed and they will not be uh, recasting the role. So Black, the new Black Panther 2 movie is supposedly mainly just going to focus on all the other cast. And okay. I don't know. Maybe Chadwick Boseman is going to be on vacation. I don't. Then, that, then, I mean, then they should rename it something that's not Black Panther, like Wakanda. Just yeah, name it Wakanda. Yeah, oh. like name it that. Wakanda sometimes. It anything. <laughs> Say that again. Wakanda sometimes. Wakanda sometimes. Wakanda sometimes. Oh. Every now and then, um, <laughs> because it has nothing to do with the actual Black Panther character. Like if he's not. It, yeah, I don't know. I, I that's why Very, I really. Yeah, <laughs> uh, they did say it's supposed to arrive sometime. They're saying July eighth of twenty twenty two. Uh, hmm, we will see. That's, that's next well, year. Because I mean, it's, it's been a while. Right? They announced yeah. they announced Black Panther two at the end of uh, the Black Panther one release. Like that made them yeah, so much and, dummy money. They were like, oh, well, we're making two, so. 
Yep. Yeah, and the, the press release that I'm reading is uh, from December of last year. Yo, they said they weren't so, going to remake any scenes, but it's entirely possible they shot scenes for Black Panther 2 already, and they'll just use those. Yeah, yeah, that is totally possible. I'd still be kind I mean, of high-key mad. Yeah, I don't know. The only way that I was uh, okay with it is when they did, what was it, The Fast and the Furious, when that, that actor died, Orlando oh. Walker? Paul Walker. When they did that, um, nope, I can't. They, they kind of had like an homage to him. It was kind of like him saying goodbye in the movie. Yeah, and so I, I, I ex- it was kind of tastefully done, except for that they still use the likeness of a dead guy. Well, well, here's the movie I was thinking of where they CGI. Yeah, a- uh, but they yeah. also did it in Star Wars. Like I, I sort of feel like. Whenever that, but in Star Wars he was alive. No, 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 no. I'm talking about um. Oh, oh, when they did um, Carrie um, Fisher. Uh, Carrie Fisher. Yeah. That 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 kind of piss. Uh, that's like, Disney. All right, here's, that's here's the thing. Here's the thing. You. Do it. Here's the thing. I get why they did it. I get that they had the rights to do it. They shouldn't have done it. Alpha. Do I felt want, so conflicted right about that. No, no, no. I, I mean, legally, to, not like to, morally. Like yeah, they, no, there I was mean, no like, illegal. Like, you don't own the likeness of me. Like if I die, like I think they do. Oh, no, no, no. Actually, if you sign that yeah. contract with Disney, Disney owns you. Yeah. Like, See, this is why I don't like Disney. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> no, the, Disney owns your whole no, life. They, they do. It's to the point where one of when I was in school, one of the warnings that we got was if you are work at Disney and you go home and you sit on the toilet and you draw a character on toilet paper, Disney owns that yep. character. So yep. if you have some ideas that you want for your stuff, keep it in your head. Do not post it on social media. Do not let anyone know that it exists inside of your head mm-hmm. while you work there, because then yep. legally their lawyer ninjas will come from the ceiling and take it from you. So yes. if you die on their clock, you are theirs and they will puppet your corpse to make what money they want. So they, they are legally no, so allowed to do it, but I don't think they should have done it. I get why they did it, and it was as tastefully done, I guess, as they could have, but I just really don't like the age where it's like, but we still need to make the money, so... And, and I think the reason why I also didn't really mind the Paul Walker one is because his brother came in, and it was like kind of like permission from his family, and mm-hmm. his brother was involved, and they helped recreate the scene to kind of say goodbye to fans of a yeah. franchise that he loved so much. So it felt very heartfelt goodbye yeah, that was like for the baby yeah, that was I, literally his passion yeah, project I, 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 I get it for that one I, I'm really more thinking of every I don't every know if I feel the one. same yeah I don't know yeah. I, I don't, the Carrie I, Fisher I, one I was kind of like I really feel like at a certain point um, there needs to start being contractual bits of if i die then my character's fucking dead <laughs> like either yes, recast yeah. me or let it or let it go uh yeah, don't yeah. show me posthumously yeah. like let me go. robin williams had that in his contract i believe he, robin williams was like after i die good you can't use anything from me no like snippets no film parts no cutting room floor yeah, because I couldn't anything. even watch anything with him after he passed because I was so heartbroken. And I was like, I don't even want to see his face because I would, like, burn but, tears. I'm serious. <laughs> I know. I feel you. But, like, the the amount of vitriol Robin Williams had for Disney, he, he fucking hated Disney. Yeah, well, they're, oh, they're, they're very the boy, hateable. Man, that's the they're they very are hateable. so easily hateable. Easily. I don't want to get on a Disney rant. <laughs> That'll be a whole special <laughs> episode. Rant. 
every single podcast. <laughs> yeah. So um, in those particular cases, I would say that's that that's what's going on and that that's always going to be the case uh but it, until we work out some sort of thing with that that's sort of the thing that bugs me about this like pass administration it that it, it definitely claps my cheeks is that the pass administration cheeks, we have man. to spend so much time like trying to get basic things like healthcare and stopping the planet from exploding that we can't get to a whole bunch of things <laughs> that really need to be like for real Address. addressed yeah. in, in like things like crunch time for for workers not just in the gaming industry but in any industry um in like life. just general over overwork yeah. shorter work days for people like real regulations on things that are more in the macro or i guess more like the micro of how things work and there's just so many gross egregious things that are being overlooked but we're sitting here having to work on the basics like we've been set all mm -hmm. the way back trying to get back to mm -hmm. basic rights and basically keeping the planet from setting on fire instead <laughs> of dealing with all the problems like all, all the things like on the john oliver's show which i think are important because it's all these sort of mm -hmm. niche problems that exist in industries you wouldn't even think about and it's like that's a problem that's a problem for a lot of people actually what can we do to solve this and i think shows that expose those kind of things are very important not just john oliver but smaller like youtube channels and stuff that just yeah. deal with that the uh the people that i watch that do um scam uh scam baiters who are like you know those, those crank calls not crank calls but malicious calls from scammers who actually get older yeah. people to just give up all their savings and they work to stop them and i'm like this yeah. should be a bigger deal because there are billions of dollars going from like hard working people's pockets to whomever yes. and and it's and it's awful you're you're bankrupting people who are living paycheck to paycheck and are trying to have a couple of dimes to give to their kids and it's not even a lot of money but it's yeah, like, they'll why just are they it. targeting the people who don't have money well like, they, come they on, try God. and target people who do have money but if they but like old people who anyone who doesn't understand computers well enough to know I better know. they will target you so they'll target yeah, they'll target I the rich to... but rich people tend to be like no i'm not sending you squat i don't i don't need what you're offering me because they'll do like refund scams and it's like give me your information and yeah. i'll refund you three hundred dollars a billionaire doesn't care about getting three hundred dollar back like keep it you know like, and even if you, they target like the old people and if their children or they don't have children or if their children aren't like savvy with the stuff that's actually going on they get got like my dad my parents are old and my dad called me about some like thing he got in his email like you can get netflix for ten dollars for the whole entire year just give me your credit card information and it looked like a legit netflix email and i was like that is such a scam like oh my Do god i'm not. so glad you called me because they would have got you like hardcore so yeah like some people don't even have people to reach out to yeah. and ask like is this legit or and not and there's so many things yeah. that need to be policed and the and taking someone's likeness after they're dead is one of them and you know like mm -hmm. all, all these yeah. type of things without family consent yeah. without family consent. like even mm. with family consent like there should just be something where if you're signing a contract at the time that you are alive you get to check yes or no and if your family yeah, wants your body to be yeah. puppeted fuck them i said no <laughs> yes exactly i agree alana like you cannot make decisions for me after i'm no longer here like that makes yeah. no sense yeah, so, whatsoever. so like like if it comes down to things like you know estate and property and things like that that affects the living fine but if you're talking about i want to make money off of scraping your body and placing it on the screen so it can dance for me no 
absolutely not yeah. you know yeah that's that's gross so uh i i think that they're because if you're a type of person you're like hey i don't care do whatever after i'm dead animate me however just give my estate a part of the profits and i'm cool all right fine that's the decision you want to make hey man but if you don't even get that choice i think that's extra fucked. Yeah. yes i agree well that's a uh depressing um does, <laughs> does anybody have any we have gaming news yeah I have, we don't have any anime news right i have a, no more I have a couple of uh pew, 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 gaming news <laughs> so i have i have a couple of droplets in the bucket the first one comes at the behest of cyberpunk 77 in the form of a warning Ugh. Um, it is another one of those, it's dangerous for real, and it's actually dangerous to CD Projekt Red because it's really dangerous. Um, there are now mods being put up that can hack your PC due to a security exploit. So if you're downloading mods to try and make the gameplay or run better, stop it because people can just straight up take control of your computer through security exploits. And this also works... it got more depressing like with the gaming <laughs> yeah it, it it also works in reverse so they if uh, um a redditor uh posted like hey based on the way this exploit works if they send a save file to cd project and go hey my save is fine can you look at it if they load that to look at it they could uh get into their computers that way so it's you wow. so if you're like downloading people's saves it works mods it works and sending uh things to other people like again if they were to take the save uh of someone who's like hey i have a problem with my da 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 you know this is my save file they open that up then say goodbye to your computer <laughs> so if you're downloading mm. mods on pc and apparently this the exploit that exists it exists for all platforms but it's especially bad in um who is still playing this game a lot of people they're bot they've been, they've been trying to mod it still... into relevance it's been heavily modded yeah. back into playability oh, okay. but now the mods are dangerous so don't do it yeah, just yeah. stop. Like, just chill out until like they get this shit working. They've they've just, announced a roadmap and they've talked about, it, but until yeah. I see it, like, shout out. Yeah, I I saw that, but I just like to see it first and, uh-huh. and try. I like to play it first. I don't want to even see it. Don't show it to me. Like, let me actually as, get my hands. Um, it. it's like as a uh, Bruno Mars said, uh, "Don't <laughs> brag about it. Come show me." Okay. Yeah. Yep. 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 <laughs> All of that those words but um yeah uh also google stadia has decided to shut down all of its first party studios so um for whatever <laughs> so for... i was laughing at the word google stadia that's all. Oh. At the... so they've decided that instead of having access to exclusive games that they've created in order to make their platform more desirable they decided to have the same things as everyone else and just rely on the cloud gaming portion of it, even though Amazon is getting on that with, I believe it's called mm-hmm. Luna. Mm-hmm. And they are, um, th- the word of mouth on it is that everybody that uses it are stidiots and should <laughs> maybe stop. So, oh my God. <laughs> I don't. Hashtag stidiots. Oh my God. I, I mean, I like, I don't. I have left high school and have left my era of actually legitimately shitting on people who use a certain platform. So you may have your reasons for wanting to use Stadia. Like you literally 
only have your phone and you've wanted to play these games and this is the only way to do it. But if There's you so have another way to do this, I just highly recommend that until either Google <laughs> figures something out or they shut it down, just do that. I think like the only way I find Google Stadia to be acceptable is if it's like some older parents who don't know anything about <laughs> gaming and they're giving it to their 10-year-old child. I feel you know, like that even thing. then because of I the co- be really of, of the mm-hmm. I said if I was that kid I'd probably be kind of ticked off. But I mean, what if you didn't know? But no, no, here's, here's like the thing. Homeschool. Given the you know what I'm saying? Like what if you were homeschooled and you knew nothing about No, 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 no. Please, whoa, whoa, whoa. there's a lot of no. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. in a situation where Google Stadia pause, will actually pause, pause. make sense. Please explain to me the person that knows about gaming but doesn't know about an Xbox, a PC, or a PlayStation. I don't know. What Thinking out loud, I'm literally trying to put it together. Like even as a there's, as a completely a bumbling parent, if you were to type in video games in Google, your first answer oh, will God. not be Stadia. I'll prove it. Video. Well, I don't know games. if it's in Google. I mean, Google is Stadia. I'm just saying they may. Have rigged the the search engine to bring games up. <laughs> Wikipedia explanation of what a, a video game is. The yeah. word Stadia has not appeared, but I have it's seen not. PC, gaming laptop, yeah. Steam. These are all words I'm picking up. You would not stumble across <laughs> Stadia unless you purposefully were looking for Stadia. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I was just trying to. Figure out like the perfect situation <laughs> where, where Stadia would be a solution. I, yeah, and I, I can't imagine yeah. that if you have the money and the ability, because it's not just, hey, plug it in and nothing. It's like, no, you need Chromecast. You need to have this thing. You need, like, there's steps that you need to be able to work it. And then you have to connect that account to whatever uh, thing that you're playing on, et cetera, et cetera. And there are all these extra steps. My guy, just get a PlayStation, just get an Xbox, just get right. anything. Why would you even confuse yourself that hard? There, I just don't see a reason why you would ever do this other than you are in, you are insistent that the argument you had that the Stadia was a good idea with your friend in college is is right and just, or you're trying to justify a payment you made on something you didn't properly research. I, right. I But in any case... um they're shutting down their studios and a kind of bit of related gaming news um amazon is amazon's gaming studio is uh is kind of it's not tits up but all of their games have been shit on and one of them unreleased itself um crucible went from from released to going back to beta to literally disappearing Oh wow! Because they released it on Amazon Prime Day. Yep, and then they and then they unreleased it because it was so shit. And they put it back in the cage. Is that what you're telling me? Back and then it unbirthed itself. It, they literally oh, had God. the baby it and then it, it went back inside its mother and then unfertilized its own egg because it is no longer even, as far as we know, in production. It's just gone. So they're going to have to reapproach that. And it turns out that they have basically someone at the helm who doesn't know what they're doing, has never been in this position before, and I. Listen, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna attribute this to certain uh, systemic things in our world, but I'm just gonna say that there's only one type of person I can possibly imagine 
that can go into a job in a leadership position in an established <laughs> billion with a B dollar studio and get and get the job with literally no experience no background yeah. in that thing doesn't even play video games like none of it <laughs> I, I i there's only one demographic of person i could possibly imagine that that would be i checked to see if it was that demographic and anyway point being um this is a very poor decision on their part but they're like we're not going to give up and and what's weird to me about their games is that I've played two out of the three, because I didn't play Crucible, but I played two out of the three. There was the one where it was the MMO that they tried to make and then um, Breakaway. I played both of them, and I can say that mild testing from someone who plays a couple of MOBA, like has dabbled in MOBA and has never played anything like Breakaway, I could have told you mm -hmm. outright it was never going to take off. I was like, well, this is Pretty just neat. like 90 other things on the market. And this other one is too confusing. It's like I, I, you have no tutorial. And you expect me to know all the rules. It's like being dumped into something like League of Legends or Overwatch, but you've never played those types of games before. And then you're just immediately thrown into a match. And it's like, figure it out. Go, go. It's like, mm -mm. can you explain no, what, do these, what do these things do? What am I? <laughs> Not the, only thing I the only thing I know is I'm supposed to get the ball into the goal, but like, what does my character do? What do I excel at? Should I be like blocking for somebody or like, what am I supposed to do mm. here? It sounds like a shit show. That sounds it's a, horrible. It, yeah, it, apparently for the people who have been developing there, it's been a nightmare because a lot of the people who work there have years of experience and their leader has zero and just my way or the highway type of personality. And I hate that so much. Um, oh, I've worked with people like that. It's not good. Yeah, it's very toxic. It, it is very much, and you can tell in the unoriginal and tired ass gameplay that someone who didn't know what they were doing insisted this be put out. Um, but if anybody out there is a game developer or knows a game developer, can whisper in their ear, and they're thinking about making an MMO. So I've been complaining about this since MMOs have existed, and this is primarily why I refuse to get into things like Final Fantasy or even keep playing Black Desert Online. For anyone making, I understand it's an MMO. I understand that everyone's <laughs> knowledge of it is that this is big world and all you get together with your friends and you do raid bosses and stuff. But if you would like to increase the number of players that you have by a whole fucking lot, consider for a moment an MMO where there is a way you can play the game and it's in content and all of it by yourself without having to do PvP. Because oh my God, I yes. do not... Mm feel like having most of the game's content gated behind having to fight people who literally play this game for a living like that's all they yeah. do all they they yeah. go they only go to work to fund their job which is grinding yeah. this game or at the very yeah. least yeah. make sure that if i am allowed if someone is allowed to just run up on me and start a fight we are within respectable levels of each other don't send the god king god destroyer <laughs> or, or, or to me with like i just made my level one gear and if you are gonna insist even then don't punish me for losing I had right. no chance. So it, exactly. and it, it's like the problem of Black Desert Online is it takes so long to grind even the most minor modicum of a level, especially when you get to like the 50s, right? And like 62 is the cap. You can spend months getting one one hundredth of your bar up and you can lose all of that to one death. And the only reason you got it done in that month is because you were farming in the areas towards the in uh, in game area. But that's where all the PvP automatic PvP areas are. Like if you're there, someone can fight you. Period. If someone's swinging, they're hitting you. And 
And what's dumb is the game is called Black Desert. The only way you can get to the Black Desert is to go into the PvP areas. I'm like, I don't want to, though. I don't want to fight people. Like, I just want to come into this game, farm up, chill out, look at the pretty world, and walk around and help the economy. Like, why can't I do that? And if you wanted to, like, 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 what if you just, like, if you need to, it's like, oh, well, we have to scale down the bosses. Then fucking do that. You know, like, if it, if it makes you feel better for all the PV, uh, PvP players to have their big dick energy, you can put a little badge on theirs. It's like, I fought other people to get my stupid fucking gear. Like, whatever. Or make it to where oh the, the PvE content does not work uh, again. Like, you can't use it in PvP duels. So it's like, well, if you want the one that fights other people, it's the same weapon, but you gotta go do all the PvP stuff to get that shit if you want to fight people <laughs> with it. Alright, fine. But allow people who casually play the game who only log in once a month to just show up because it feels like if you aren't there from day one grinding for the rest of your life, you may as well not play an MMO it, it past where the PvE content st- stops because you're going to get fucking railed. And then you have to join yeah. a guild. And I don't want to join a fucking guild. And they all have their own arbitrary set of rules. And they're like, you got to role play. Yeah. I just I just want to farm my trees. I want to build Aww. my phone. And I just want to sail <laughs> in the ocean. Stop fucking with me. I don't want to be in character. Stop. <laughs> so anyway, that's that's my little soapbox for that. But I would like to get into MMOs, but I hate the social aspect of it. I know me how that too. sounds, but I'm like, I yeah, just... I know a lot of people who are like that. I, I mean, I have a friend who wanted to play. Uh, oh my god, WoW. Who wants to play WoW? And. Oh uh, for World of what Warcraft or whatever, so she yeah. checked it out. And she got like the free pass, and she was like, I don't know, like level five or something. It was like the level right after people couldn't pick on you. Yeah, and so she got to that one level after, and was saw a town in the distance, and was like, I want to go there. And then these like level fifty players just came and murdered her oh, again God. and again. Oh, yeah. And again, to yeah, where she that's just quit. that community. Like, I mean, Warcraft has yeah. been around, and people have been playing that game for what fifteen years? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <and> non-stop <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, for fifteen years. Yes, yes, but it's not it's not fun for people who are like, hey, let me see this thing and explore, and oh, this is kind of cool. Oh, I'm kind of enjoying it, and then yeah. just get murdered again yeah, and again yeah. and again by the same person. Yeah, it, I feel like that should be don't play World of Warcraft. Don't. Yeah, it, like yeah, you, exactly. Yeah, it, it was <laughs> it was a problem in like Black Desert Online where it's like, and, and what what bugs me, it's not just Black Desert Online. I'm going to use this as my primary example because that's the MMO I say I spent the most time in. But this is the type of shit that happens in all the MMOs I've tried, and yes. um, and it's it's mm-hmm. all the same problem because they all copy each other, generally speaking. But it's like there are too many things that can only be awarded to the top guilds. I don't want to have to either join or do all the shit that the top... Like, stop putting valuable things <laughs> gated behind something that is literally controlled by a community that can ask you anything. Literally, it could just be someone that's like, hey, say you support Trump or you can't get in. I mean, they could just make that rule. Like, yeah. So I'm like, why would you do that? Why would you make me subject to people in order to get the full experience of the game? They So much of the game is gated behind that. Furthermore, everything has to be random because they don't want you to basically... It's to try and like mitigate the players that play all the time so they make it so 
hard to get even the most minor upgrade. It's the the difference of one point of damage is like millions of dollars of in-game money because it's like, oh, well, it takes so it's so random and arbitrary to get this thing. There's no definitive amount of time it will take to get this. You may lose millions and millions and millions of coin before you even see something of the right level and someone can just beat it off you or some shit but it's it's like a, there'll be a, a certain exploit that you can have with something well the people who grind forever will have that exploit so it's something that's unfair and unintended on top of the fact that you haven't been here every day of the week so like people will have horses that can do like this knockdown animation on your character so if you're walking between towns you can just get infinitely knocked down and you can't move anywhere and you can't log out and you can't do anything get fucked and mm. it's like what well, either fix this or like what is this how you want your game to be played so if you could just like if anyone out there could make an mmo that looks anything remotely respectable it didn't have to be black desert online like albion online level of respectable would be fine just oh, wow. just just it just looks like a thing i'll take whatever but can you make one that just has a Aww. place for the people who don't want to fucking fight for fuck's sake that's yep. it now and then, and then we can make Sarah McLaughlin's in and out in the eyes of Nick <laughs> yeah. Cage song because that's how I felt just now. Mm. I was like, "Oh no, <laughs> just for fifteen cents, just help Alana <laughs> for fifteen cents a day. Yeah. You could help a player in need." Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I also feel like they need to make a game going into it, realizing that people are going to be assholes to each yeah, other. I get like, it. Just, yeah. Um. Uh, so, oh, so you were saying like why people wanted Stadia. So I went and I checked out the Stadia subreddit real quick. Mm -hmm. And uh, the best explanation I saw on the subreddit, because I mean, you know, I'm here for the Stadians. Like, I know some people Stadians. really like That's what it. they call themselves. That's what they call themselves, like, but I call them Stadians. That's how lame it is that they came. I don't have a name for I play P PS4. Am I a switcher? Like, what the fuck is <laughs> Anyways, uh, <laughs> switcher. Um, this, uh, let's see, what did they say? He, the guy who made his, who saw his little soapbox and said the reason why he likes Stadia was that he got tired of constantly being embroiled in the like Xbox PlayStation War and then like. Or if he had a computer, like, constantly trying to, like, upgrade and keep up with the parts and then the gaming specs and blah, blah, blah. He was, like, it just felt like so much money was going into it when he didn't have a lot of money to keep so up with he each didn't new. try Nintendo? Like, you named every other console. Oh, I don't know if this guy really cares about Nintendo he that much. He doesn't care. Okay. But anyways... Uh, he was basically like Stadia. You, as long as you have good internet, uh, you can play the games. You can play the best new games. It, it streams on like it streams in the cloud, so it's the best graphics. It has ray tracing. All that, this, that, I've seen reports that prove that that is false and that the frame rate is pretty trash, even with a really, really, really good connection. But okay, sure. Let's just say. <laughs> I mean. I've also seen like reports where if you have a decent connection, it is pretty stable Depending and they have improved on, on the game. But what if I don't have internet? Like, what if I? What if the internet oh, the area is not? Whoa! On? Get fucked. <laughs> yeah. If you don't have internet, then so sad. And then another guy said that he travels a lot, so this is actually the best thing for him. He just takes his laptop and he plays his game wherever, and he doesn't have to worry about lugging a bunch of extra like shit. Working idiots. Like, I can't. I, I travel a lot, so I'm going to take my PC everywhere. 
Um, well, his laptop. He takes his laptop everywhere I know, for work. I get it. So, I mean, like, that is now but, it, but his I feel laptop. Like is, his gaming is it a gaming uh, laptop or is no. it just a regular, like, HP freaking work? I mean, laptop? I'm just, I'm not even asking I'm you trying to, I mean, putting it out there. <laughs> it doesn't necessarily have to be a gaming rig if you're, as long as it has. Uh, I mean, if you're playing through the cloud, Ken, the cloud's doing. I would all the like work. to point out, and again, I'm not really trying to fight this internet guy because, like, maybe <laughs> if it works for him, hey, I enjoy yourself. But uh, I will. <laughs> well, go on. What's Reddit his name? But, but I will say that if you're traveling a lot, and I say this from experience of having just traveling through the South, you know, from one place to another to visit family and whatnot, mm-hmm. and when I've gone up north, internet when you're traveling mm-hmm. is the most mm-hmm. unpredictable non-functioning barely okay shit imaginable um no, and, no 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 this guy to me sounds like a businessman yeah. so he's probably going from like one hilton yeah. to the other and I, 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 I would like to i would like to pump right on up and say my next point was going to be hotel internet is equally shit because awa <laughs> we go to the fucking nice ass 300 oh, yeah. a night bullshit hotel we have to stack nine people in because we cannot afford those prices and their <laughs> internet is trash so it's yeah, because there's a fucking million people on it. But that's, that's, but that, but that's my point. So I've been but that's to hotels where it's not that many people there, and the internet is not that great. Maybe this person who's a business person has their own hotspot, which is like, okay, whatever. But I've used, I've I would used like friends' hotspots as well. I would like well. to fight this person. I'm openly like challenging this person to just go buy a Switch because... Both I don't think he cares about these, Nintendo. Both of these people have. Uh, You're on your Nintendo soapbox. If for a person I who doesn't give a fuck about Nintendo, said things that Nintendo. like the solution is Nintendo, bro. Like, come on. But but like, I would say what I'm arguing is that I understand that like Nintendo offers a different game set than than PC, Xbox, PlayStation. Um, but I, I'm just arguing that if that's your if that's your excuse, then I feel like you are overlooking a shit ton of problems to to excuse the subpar service you're getting. And if you're okay with that, mm-hmm. it's your money. Throw it away as you see fit. If it's good enough for you, good enough. Um, I don't think it is fit for for mass consumer consumption, it's not good enough for most people, proven by the fact that most people do not have it. Um, it is <laughs> it is, it is, is something that is not acceptable for people who take video games anything remotely like seriously. The fighting game community has been pretty, pretty whole hog like, no, too many frames are dropped. The internet is too unstable. There's no way. So because yeah, they yeah, are, yeah. And, and any game that requires like split second reactions, get fucked. Um, because and usually if you're playing a, like if you're playing, I don't know, Sudoku on this shit, you're not like if some frames drop, you're fine. Like this gives a shit. But there are plenty of games that require fast reaction times. If you're playing some sort of DDR type game or anything that requires you to have oh, pinpoint yeah. accuracy, I promise you the even the the oh, no, I didn't drop any frames things are good the latency that's there i promise you it will be unacceptable it could have been an excellent instead you got a good yeah and so yeah i, I think that if you are okay. you have to be the most casual of gamers who is willing to accept the most egregious errors that most gamers who are familiar and and regularly doing this like you have to make a pretty tremendous sacrifice in terms of performance in order to accept what stadia is offering i just don't think the technology is there i think that's where we are yeah. like we differ from the the audience for stadia because we game way more i mean not even we we game more than people who 
I guess use or Stadia a businessman who's traveling I, around because yeah, like yeah. he'll he'll press a button, the character won't jump for two seconds, and he'll be like, ah, I missed it. I'll put my controller through the television. I'll be like, I yes. pressed the button and he didn't <laughs> yes. jump, and that's not fair. And I I'm not starting again. Re- yes, it's not. It's a problem. Yeah, I'll like restart my <laughs> shit. I'll, yep. I'll like try and fix something. Let me restart a router yeah. somewhere. Like. It's unacceptable. So yes, tolerance for garbage. But I think that these people are reporting trash. But they're going, well, it's good for me and i'm like oh, i don't care so uh <laughs> but yeah i i, I yeah me. i think the fine for me is is really what they mean when it's not it's not fine it's not fucking fine i've not seen anything yeah, I feel, like yeah, yeah. I feel like it's casual gamers who don't want to invest like a whole lot of money and so you have to get beyond like, casual what's the price for, that, for stadia stadia is free or not you still have to buy a chromebox uh, either way some- or Chromecast or whatever the I'm gonna look this shit up. It's nine ninety nine a month. Yeah, and then there's there's I think there's you might another... as well get Steam okay. Or I'm like... gonna argue this point. Um, if you're paying nine ninety nine a month and you are a casual gamer, then just buy. You're not a then ca- you, yeah. you're you're wasting your money because you don't play enough video games to warrant that price tag. Yeah. Yeah. If you're playing like one game every few, then just get a computer that can run Skyrim yeah. or whatever, and and let that be your cost. You don't play enough games. There's enough games that exist between now and the beginning of video games to keep you at the pace you're going entertained forever. You haven't played Witcher. There's- you haven't played The Devil May Cry. You haven't played any of the games that are out mm-hmm. and amazing. Don't worry about the new shit. It's not for you. You aren't up to date enough. So, Fuck out of here. So here's the catch. You can either subscribe for $10 a month or buy games individually if you don't have that subscription so you're still yeah. paying for the game no i, mean, I never said you didn't pay no, for I the just, game I, I just didn't know how much it costs i was like is it free you just don't have to pay for like the like the console a gaming computer or console right. but, yeah. but you do okay. over time um you have to buy the controller i mean no, you know because if no, you buy the you game you're not on your phone the subscription that's right. what I'm saying. Like you, you wouldn't be buying anything over time if you just buying the game outright. Okay, I got no, it. but you no, you're buying yeah. less than that because you don't have access to the game of Google Stadia tanks. What? If, if the, what? we we establish this back when Google, when Stadia oh, comes out. Oh 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 yeah 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 yeah. You're, you. you're, well, you're I mean, if it takes, buying then... a license to access the game. You are not buying the game. Yeah, that is true. That's fair. Um, well, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> we tried, I guess it's viable. So for Steph- some Stephanie people. tried, she yeah. stayed studious. She stood on a box I, and she waved your flag, but uh, she did not. I keep getting shot down. Like, no, nah, bro, get off that box, dude. Like, <laughs> get out, boom. Then they're gonna take the box of paper. <laughs> right. What are you doing, Stephanie? It's blasphemous. Uh, I don't know, man. It's like to the voiceless, but like they need to shut the fuck up. Being relatable. Yeah, she's being yeah, relatable. Yeah. I, I keep I keep trying to mention that mobile the mobile phone market too, and I keep getting shot down. But, oh no, you know, I'm here for the mobile phone games. Like I'm okay with I that. I disagree that's totally real hard that any Stadia. game that's worth playing from the Stadia plays well on a phone. No, I'm not talking like full games that are not meant to be for mobile. I'm talking like just oh, games that are strictly yeah, yeah, yeah. for like mobile. Candy Crush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm here for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm not talking I mean, about playing Cyberpunk 2077 on your fucking phone. Get, like that's yeah. get dunked, man. Like what the fuck? Get dunked. Um I do have one like uh 
Yeah, I so I did see that like VR. <clears throat> um, yeah, I thought this would interest you. So it's it's not a lot. It's only like what was it four percent of the market? Oh, I'm sorry. It, it okay. So VR gaming spending has been up. It's at like an all time high. Um, people are starting to spend. Uh, let's see. There was something like. So, in starting at the start of 2020, six games topped $10 million um, for video wow. game sales, which, I mean, which is huge for that platform. They said that the Walking Dead Saints and Sinners grossed something like $29 we million. We know that this is Rona-based. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's like $40, though, for that game. So Yeah. But, I mean, that's still... That's amazing. For- for VAR, uh, for VR, that's like a huge milestone. Yeah. Um, it also had like a growth of like two percent last year, which is, I mean, it doesn't sound a lot, but um, no, it's a big Steam's, deal. Like on, that's more than Steam's overall growth in 2020. So VR is growing faster than than Steam is getting players. Yeah. Or new players right now. I think um, that's due to like the Oculus Quest Two and uh, the current state of virus. things that everybody's at home. Yeah, like gaming in it general is. has like had a boost, but that's interesting. Yes. So Facebook, their strategy with the Quest Two actually appears to be working, mm-hmm. where they had they brought more games to it. They dropped the price. They made the headset more accessible, and they made it more comfortable, and put more tech in it to it. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, entice a lot of people to get to it. The one downside is you have to, you know, have it linked to your Facebook account, yeah. which in Germany is being um, investigated Good. because, like, Germany does not like that. So Good. they're trying to. They're, they're like, mm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Germany's looking into that, and they're not a big fan. So hopefully. Um, if they stop, uh, I think it'll be a good thing. It's an yes. antitrust invis- investigation being led by Germany. That's um, great. Go Germany. Yeah. So, but yeah, so I, th- I think that was really cool. That was notable. No- notable. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I that's agree. all I, I haven't picked up my headset in a minute because I haven't wanted to. I don't know. My eyeballs hurt a lot recently from staring at the computer. So putting something on my eyeballs, like, immediately in front of them yeah. is not what I need to do right now in my life. But um, I did see, like, some gameplay of the new um, Walking Dead game, and I thought that it looked pretty dope. I, so, I think yeah. I'd rather actually drown in a pool of viscous <laughs> fluid than play another zombie game. I think I'm done. Like, until uh, until oh, yeah, the I mean, new totally until done. the Left 4 Dead comes out and I can play with my friends and just kind of relive that fun experience. And even then, I'm like, I don't zombies. But you know, it's like <laughs> for, it's for reasons unrelated to the setting. Other than that, I mean, the I, genre in general is it's it's done to death and then when i thought it was done when i thought it was over it rose from the dead like so many zombies and and it and it once again (laughs) (laughs) it once again started permeating my view and i'm just over that and i'm over the post-apocalypse i'm just fucking over it like i found it cool when i was young when we started with like apocalypse now and all that shit but it's just never left the 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 public zeitgeist like it's just constantly been 
uh, post-apocalypse, I'm, I'm and then zombies the jumped in. It's just I'm, I'm yeah. over it. I'm just fucking over it. Like I, I thought I'm it was cool at first. I don't see it but... as much as the zombie thing is, but I do. I do agree that the post-apocalyptic storyline can be done differently. I'm here for people trying to push it a little I, bit I, harder. I, I guess good. what I'm saying is the post-apocalypse has never stopped being in media it's like there's always a refresher there's always mm-hmm. somebody doing it, it as a, as opposed to zombies were not really there when i was younger like there was zombie stuff like night living yeah because we went through like vampires and then we just hyper focus and i'm sort of done with that for the yeah. past like 20 years but post-apocalypse has never not been a part of my understanding of media like it's just all even including because zombies overlaps with that i mean technically zombies are post-apocalyptic they they, they overlap each other so it's like uh i'm I'm exhausted of both of these things (laughs) oh man maybe we should go back in time that'll be the next thing like time traveling i mean time traveling hopefully if you're you're black Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm I mean, hopefully, if you're looking for a break, uh, Ubisoft did announce that they're going to be making, um, they're going to be bringing Assassin's Creed and some Tom Clancy Splinter Cell games Ooh. to VR. Oh, so, God, no. Um, okay. I think I'm here for I don't want to jump around as an assassin. I don't want to be that close to people. Coronavirus, six feet. <laughs> six feet. I just, <laughs> no. Even in no, VR, six, six feet. Six, so 22 feet. I'm here for Unacceptable. Oh, I just, man. I'm not that, yeah. I don't. Man. need to be immersed to that level and i don't think that for I me do. personally the technology just isn't there to actually immerse me i i i it's, literally need it's kind of there it's happy you sound like cw no. he's like i want no. to feel yes. smell yes touch. like correct. that's what my boyfriend he's like he, he said VR is not for him. let him know yeah. that he has been told he is right in his feelings if, if i can't <laughs> at least have what yeah. like if you're not even gonna give me the he doesn't even want the headset like figure yeah. out how not to but but i also but also it. refuse yeah. brain implants so you're gonna have to that work too. it out yeah. you're gonna have to figure yeah. out how to do it i don't so much yeah. mind the headset like i'll accept it if it gives me the full experience without touching my bloodstream or getting yeah, in you my want head. like a brain dance basically yeah, yeah but not in such a low shit resolution i'd need it to <laughs> to be more (laughs) and and by the way if it's that level of real i promise you on god i am not playing a horror (laughs) game it's not happening ever i I love someone that's why i love vr because i'm here for the horror games and vr because it is so i know because someone in my life is going to get hurt because I'm going to start swinging. <laughs> I'm not going to accept You lock yourself in a room. Then I'm going to get you. I'm the one that's going to get you. You get violent. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. My God. That would be unacceptable. And I know myself well enough to, to know better. Oh, my God. I'm not. And the most minor of oh. jump scare will cause the ending of the yeah, world. Yeah, I, I find myself playing them, like, in, sit, in seated, like, mode where you're not moving, where it's, you have the choice to uh, say, like, you're standing and moving and or you're seated. I figured out that, like, if I'm not, I, I exert a lot of energy playing those games if i'm um doing actual movement with my legs and my hands and arms but if i'm in seated mode then people are safe but i have 100 percent understand <laughs> where you're coming from when it comes to the, the scary the scary shows or scary video games and vr oh my goodness 
Did you cool? did you ever play what what was it Blair Witch? Did you ever play that on, on no, VR? No, I I'm not a Blair Witch. Blair Witch pisses me off. Like no, I'm not. I that is one thing. Like I didn't like the movie. I don't like the franchise as a whole. Like I was very disappointed in it. It did not. I'm I good. I didn't. I didn't, do what you I didn't hate the movie mm-hmm. because I didn't have any expectations going in. This was before it was like the phenomenon that I just like. I just watched it. I literally just went okay. Like I watched, I watched yeah, it to the end, and I was like, yeah. "All right." And everybody's like, "It's." I got, little, I got a little motion sick and annoyed, yeah, and then you know, I was like, "Okay, this movie was not as what I thought yeah, it was going to be." People so, apparently whatever. need to dream me for that, and like um Cloverfield, but I was like, "I'm fine." Like I had oh, no yeah. motion sickness problems. I literally just watched the film, and then when it was over, I was like, "Well, okay, well, I guess that was hour and a half of my life." It doesn't scare me, so certain things don't scare me. Um. And some of these games that you play in VR that are um, horror themed, the ones that are good are, I mean, of course, there's the zombie ones where you're like shooting and running from zombies or whatever. But then there's like the haunted houses and stuff. Mm. Those are cool. I would never go into a haunted house. So it just like I'm just like, know. Ah, ah. you know, so it's sort of like for me, it's 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 not <laughs> like lack of scare. It's sort of like, well, the, so the answer is to turn around and leave. And the game's like, no, 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 investigate. And I'm like, ah, ha, 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 you're a funny game. No, so the answer is turn around and leave. Right? Yeah, I know. But it's virtual. So, like in real life, yes, turn around and leave. Don't go anywhere near it. But I'm in a virtual reality. So I'm just going to go investigate. Uh-huh. No, because it's like Alana said, like, I'm always worried when I have, even when I'm playing like Beat Saber, I'm always wondering what's going on in the real world. Like, I can't see. And I'm playing this game that's taking like all of my capacity to like, you know, all of my senses are focused on this one game. Like, what if someone in the real world is trying to kill me? What if someone's <laughs> taking all my stuff right now? I don't have that fear. What I what what's my problem is whenever I do play, like CW will come in the room and record me without me knowing. And <laughs> I don't want to see these. <laughs> and I you won't even some... know. But like now, I've gotten to the point where I can sense like a shift in the atmosphere. Like something else is in here besides me and the cats. So uh, I'm like, I, I learned to do that as a young lass because my house growing up, uh, you know how there's some houses that are naturally kind of, you know, they they got like bright walls or something like that. And then there are other mm-hmm. houses that are naturally dark. They are fucking mm-hmm. dark. And if you turn out all the lights, it's pitch. It's pitch. So um, yeah. for me, it was that, you know, that like people talk about when you're a kid, you have to turn off the light and then run to your bedroom and dive under the bed. Yes, I had to do that. My grandmother's house, that, but you had to navigate. So it was like you have to run, yeah. make a left, make a right, and then you're at the bedroom because the light switches were so far apart. So I had to like yeah. know to sense things, you know, mm-hmm. uh, sense shifts. My cat was black, so I had to be like extra sure, you know. Oh wow! But um, it was it's like I am I was used to that. That and my grandmother was blind, and I used to I, I know how this sounds. I used to try to sneak up on her because I was like, am I good enough at being quiet? to sneak past a blind person well, you should have been like an assassin in real yeah, life and, and i just wanted to know if <laughs> i could all the practice like, like you really could have been I, a spy i had zero interest in like trying to scare her or something mean like that i just really wanted to see if i could get past her the answer was no most of the time no but i i would i, I had this thought of just commit if you don't respond yeah. then she can't prove you there <laughs> so i love it <laughs> I love, oh, it. Like, I love it. Out. Oh my god, that's so terrible. And, Lana, but I love it. it, it and, but her her thing was always like no day because she would call my mom. Her name was Winona, but she would call her Noni. She'd be like, no day. Where's the baby? 
where's it like it didn't matter how old i was i was the baby she was like where's the baby bring her over here so i can pinch her she's sneaking around i'm like oh wow i could say no i'm not but then i would have to respond from this room and that would give up the ghost so i just gotta shuffle faster and get out of here oh my so God. i can't get caught sneaking <laughs> And then pissed. Yeah. Well, my mom would usually just be like, "No, what? No, <laughs> what? Are, what are both of you doing? Stop!" <laughs> anyway, um, and I'd say like the last bit of something that I would like to mention, I guess, because you know KFC brought out their KF console, so that kind of puts them on oh our gaming gosh. radar. But they would they tried to re- wish us black folks a happy emanci- emancipation day, and they did it with a piece of KFC, oh, KFC chicken. That the shadow goes into the fist of the little black black power fist. I left a picture of it. Are you I'm kidding me? So... I saw that. I didn't even pay attention. I'm Wait so... a minute. That is the most. I, I, put, I put the Medea shaking shaking my head. I'm gift. so serious. I, that oh, I saw that too. I'm offended. I'm hella and offended. What's oh my what's God, even better? What's even better is that it was from the Trinidad account. So it's not from the American one because they know fucking better. But you think Trinidad right. would know better? I guess they were like, well, from black people to black people, but they forgot that KFC is represented by like an old Southern slave owner type. Thank you. Maybe don't put that there. Stop, y'all. Oh my god. I I feel like there has to be. Like people think that who the fuck is on their marketing team? Like who looked at that? (laughs) Pulled their glasses down to the tip of their nose. Looked up. Oh my god. Yeah, go ahead. Tweet that. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I cannot. I'm. mm -mm. Well, I won't be able to see anymore. I'm like I haven't been there in a minute, but I'm just gonna leave them alone. Buy your console <laughs> uh, right i was gonna get the kf the kf console console the c- the but <laughs> not anymore no, they're stupid <laughs> that's what i've got as as the as the token white person this whole thing is stupid the imagination apology and it's just like get the f- Fuck out of here. Stephanie's offended. She put in she sent the Medea meme, so she's she's I'm not, offended. I'm not really offended. It's you just are. like <laughs> uh, no, I'm your husband is like, black, so... you are Latina, you're offended. I'm offended <laughs> for you. <laughs> you're offended for me. I mean that's cool. I just it's like it's so bad on so many levels. I just I just can't even just yeah. it's, it just it's one of the same three you that's just a... walk in the room, you don't say nothing, you just shake your head and you walk right back out like it's, it's the uh it's the the meme from simpsons where granddad walks into the strip club and he sees bart is, is there taking hats and he just takes his hat back and puts it it's just like oh my grandson's here well time to go and he just like immediately slinks away you can even do the homework come out of the bushes right back in the bushes i love it's that just, right it, it's just one of those whoop, gotta go gotta yeah. go yeah I have no part in this. Right. I wasn't here. Right. I did I just. I got a science yeah. test. I have to go take. Excuse me. I have to leave. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, it's. But hey, the the that's the that was my last little bit. Of, I guess that qualifies as our other category of um of of news. Uh, <laughs> that was just something that I just just a what the fuck. It needed, it needed like, to be brought up. I don't feel like anyone should get away with that level of stupidity without being called out <laughs> just, yeah yeah that mm, mm, mm. <laughs> um so keats huh uh how do you cure hunger in minecraft um 
hold on. Give me a second. Wait a minute. Let me think. There's box. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you eat three square meals a day. Oh, I love it. That's good. <laughs> I I'm oh, a, I'm, a, I'm gonna give you two from my corn pile because I've definitely heard this first one before. Why? Okay. Oh my gosh, we get two from the we corn get two pile. From the corn pile. <laughs> I'm regretting mm. this Christmas gift. Oh, we're only on number seven <laughs> of one hundred, so you know. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Why does Snoop Dogg carry an umbrella? Hold on. Because it's raining cats and dogs? Oh, drizzle. Stop! <laughs> I was going to say, like, because he makes it rain? I mean, no. <laughs> I don't like it. And then the second one is, and this one, oh, get ready for the corn. Why did the stadium get hot? Why did the stadium get Why hot? Why did the stadium get hot? Because the roof is on fire? I don't know. Because all the fans left. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> I like that one better than the Snoop Dogg one. <laughs> I think I like the Snoop Dogg one better. <laughs> I like the fans leaving the stadium. That's cute. <laughs> I'm gonna They're both equally terrible. They're terrible. Okay, all right, all right. Uh, <clears throat> you guys should be able to get this one. What does Sonic use to knock on the door? A ring door knuckles. N ah! <laughs> Damn it. That's all right. <laughs> let's, let's try this one. Here's here's that one of my cool. own findings. Which is faster, hot or cold? Hot? Hot. Yeah, because you can catch a cold. Oh, shut oh up. wow. <laughs> I'm using all of these except for the O-Drizzle because O-Drizzle, because you remember Snoop Dizzle, he was the Rizzle I know, you see the Rizzles I get it, but no O-Drizzle, that's why Umbrella come on, I get it I 100% get it, but that was super corn so here's what I feel is you should tell that one to CJ I think he would Jason liked my knuckles joke. Yeah, I'm gonna tell that one to my nephew. All right. Because all right, all right, all right, all right. Let's let's <laughs> let's try this. This one's more my my type of dad joke. Let me. <clears throat> Your auntie no, joke. this is a dad joke. This is not an auntie joke. I'll give you an auntie joke. After. This, this is more my type of dad joke. The punchline comes before the joke. You know what the worst thing about time travel jokes is? You just did. <laughs> <laughs> I said the punchline comes before the joke. You just told me. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that's my type of dad joke. See, that's a good dad joke. I like it. Yeah, yeah. I got it. Right, yeah, so, that dad is like he's got the high shorts and the and the high socks and the cigar hanging out of the. So mouth. here's so here's my auntie inappropriate at Thanksgiving joke. Why do okay. natives hate snow? Because it's white and it settles on their land. Oh, that is an anti. That is an anti joke. We're right definitely going to end the episode on that one, because yep. like, or save ourselves for. Hey man, listen. What happened happened. Let's not let let's not become cream corn over this one. We're only like one and a half, one third white in this in this podcast here. Like only Stephanie I'm is the, I'm half. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm the token white person in the and room. And it's not even a whole token. It's like one side of the coin. Half a token. <laughs> that doesn't mean that the snow ain't settling. 
Doesn't mean oh, God. okay, Seth. <laughs> this changes none of the facts. Save us. Uh, none of the facts. Oh, oh my God. goodness. All right, everybody. Gonna... Well, it's been a great day. We've talked about the things that we were vibing on and anti-vibing on. We heard Alana's desperate pleas for an online game with multiple people communicating together to involve a mode for people who want to be antisocial. We talked about kind of animation, but mostly how Marvel's probably going to trip and fall on their faces. And we mentioned some games. Well, it's been great. And we'll see you next time, hopefully with better, more uplifting news next time. Bye. <laughs> Super Creative Podcast Name is brought to you by Creative Overdose Studios, an indie animation and design studio in Atlanta. This episode was written and produced by Alana Clark, Stephanie Lopez, and Lakita Wilson. You can connect with the team on Instagram, Facebook, or by visiting itscreativeoverdose.com. Thanks for listening.